0: What's up, everybody? It is Friday, June 18th. You are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. You know the drill. Pat ran to do Friday Night Smackdown tonight on Fox at 8 p.m. It is truly a feel-good Friday. Today's show, we got Darius Butler in studio down at the Tampa Bay Beach House. Sugar Sean O'Malley joins the show. Ian, Ian Rappaport joins the show. Perfect way to send you into your Father's Day weekend.
1: Let's get into it. What a day. It's always fantastic to get down here because the weather is incredibly hot. Uh, The beach looks fantastic. And joining us in such every other Feel Good Friday, shout out to CBDMD, ladies and gentlemen, nine year NFL vet, Darius J. Butler host of the man-to-man Man podcast and also everything DB we appreciate the hell out of you for joining us Darius Butler uh at Boston Connors here Ty Schmidt is here the camera working back there we appreciate you boys thank you guys 18334 yeah. yeah. McAfee is how you get involved in the show today bring it if you get on we can't wait to chat with you two massive guests aside from just Darius who has become a part of the show now at this point on and from sugar land minutes or so he has a fight coming up I think in like 24 days or something like that Cannot wait to chat with him. Saw him bomb a football with his right foot just a week or two ago. Real hey, like an actual bomb of a football. Yeah. Incredible, incredible punt. It was great for the brand. And the guy who was murdered the other day by Chris Long, Ian Rappaport, host of Rap Sheet and Friends, will join us in the one o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. Just to let us know what the hell we should be potentially talking about in the NFL world. Uh, I guess big story this morning, Miami Dolphins have got a slide in their facility. Oh, yep. cool. oh nice. Yeah, it seems to be a two-story slide. 81-year-old owner, Stephen Ross, who did appear to look like a dressed-up bag of bones, yeah. slid down that thing <laughs> and then, boom, oh, pops hey. onto the pad there. Absolutely electrifying thing to add to an office is a slide. I was once in uh, an office that had the slide. It was used, I was told, the first weekend.
2: Yeah. And then? (laughs)
1: Never again. But the fact that they're adding a slide is like, hey, we're fun. We're having a good time. This is a good retreat. Good camaraderie builder. Hey, let's have a blast. Let's put a We're even a bit of a specialized Miami Dolphins pad to put down at the bottom. That fits perfectly. Cincinnati Bengals still don't have an indoor practice facility. Mm -hmm. Dolphins are dancing around with fucking slides in-house. The Cincinnati Bengals still don't have an indoor practice facility. Darius, would you be sliding on this slide every day if this was in your building?
3: Uh, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's better use for this money. Maybe like you know, giving Xavier Howard a little more. <laughs> yeah. Shows up
1: happy.
0: Oh. While well, Ross,
3: come on, make your uh, ex back in the building. For I don't know.
0: You. Look at those those players look pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, that's, <True>.
1: fun. <laughs> that's fun. Hey, uh, hey, hey, those employees of that man look pumped. Yeah, to uh, celebrate alongside yeah. his decision here to have the slot, Let's, okay, to a building. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm all about it. Uh, I do believe this bucket of money is probably not the same as the X bucket of money. But with that being said, noted. There was one time I was in negotiation with the Colts and Jim Irsay had purchased a $2 million drum set in the middle of it. And I was like, excuse me, I'd like an extra $50,000. Yeah. they are like, no, can't do it. It's like, oh, that's different. Okay, I got it. I understand. Uh, speaking of money, there is a massive first half happening in the euros today immediately Mm. following the foxy flick that debuts at three o'clock giving away another thousand dollars and maybe even more okay uh in that foxy flick debuting at 3 p.m eastern daylight time youtube.com forward slash the pat mcafee show big shout to foxy for his work (laughs) by the
3: way
1: immediately following that though is going to be a little bit of a grinder for the boys back in Indianapolis to hammer down boys who have been living on a heater that the world has never seen before in the sports gambling world. There's been somebody who's been successful for a long, long time in sports gambling. And he actually ended up going to jail for having insider information. Mm-hmm. These two stooges have no insider information. These two stooges just post up in Indianapolis and just let it rip after diving deep into the depths of... Delusion that the FanDuel Sportsbook has put out there. A lot of people think all those bets are a hustle. The house always wins. What Diggs and and Gumpy have been doing, finding bets that are locks. I think they're like 30-5 and or something like that over the last few days. Absolute heater, absolute scorcher. The only one they're truly worried about right now, though... Gumpy, for fan reasons, because he loves England because he's been paying taxes to the Queen in Canada his entire life. Right. So he loves England. Like, that's their, their team or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if, if England wins the first half against Scotland today, after the flick, they will win $10,000, the Hammer Down Boys, in bonuses. Wow. Ooh. Okay, the Hammer Down oh. Boys will win 10000 bucks in bonuses. <clears throat> Diggs actually had to log into my account today back in Indiana to put the bet in that I said I was going to put in because it turns out the odds were getting worse and worse for the first half mm-hmm. money line actually I thought it was potentially going to get better so I forgot that I was going to a state that didn't have it yet hey Florida let's fucking <laughs> Come go on. let's go dude let this thing happen let's make this thing happen and then Diggs logged in to his credit did not take any of the money did not cash out any money did not transfer any money put the fourteen thousand dollar bet in this morning at the minus 140 odds or whatever Mm -hmm. uh hammered down boys how do we feel about england that first half in this massive We having to clean up the entire fucking office if scotland wins that first half your thoughts boys
4: yeah first and foremost when we made this initial offer it was minus 130 i'm sure fandle heard that and was like fuck if pat says bet that bet's definitely gonna happen yeah and then when i went into your account today uh, and did fourteen thousand to win ten on the minus one forty. I had six people check. I've put in thousands and thousands, thousands. Of in my life. Yes. In my life, and I made everyone in here check to make sure that I did it right, even though I've done it a billion times. If, you, I, if you're a fa- feels like there's an AFC championship happening <laughs> yeah. today for me. Like I am fucking. I've been pacing around, and like just because of the bet and the money, and it's I I am jacked. I can't even imagine what what Gumpy feels like right now
5: yeah there's no sleep last night pat uh if they win this thing there will be reasons for noise complaints at the old apartment hey hey hey, it's a rainy night in london just the way we like it we're bringing it home england first half here we go lads.
1: hey rainy huh a little bit of an under probably gonna be a cagey affair maybe that ball's gonna be skipping out there what do you think
5: Maybe get a penalty for old airy eye tackle, hey, you know?
1: wouldn't that be tough if it was a draw like most soccer has been? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about. And I lose out, obviously, on
4: yeah.
1: $14,000. Right. Oh, shit. They have to clean the office, and that's like 99% of, of what happens in soccer games. Yeah. yeah. And the boys back there aren't sleeping. They're ready to celebrate. Diggs gets nervous putting the bet in. A team that he cares nothing about now, <laughs> he has a direct relationship with because there's Probably a couple thousand dollars yeah. coming into his bank. I don't know how they're going to split it. What are you going to do with the – how are so, you going to split it? Have you figured that out yet?
4: I had an idea, and you were like, "This the bet is for the Hammered Down crew. And pretty much every single human being in the office has been on Hammered Down. And I thought, you're like, maybe we should just split it amongst the office, and then you – you I mean, you you fronted it, so you take whatever you want. But the rest of it, we split it amongst the office, office except for one human being Evan Foxy, he gets fucking nothing. Oh,
1: <laughs> you scumbag! Whoa, what happened?
4: And also, there will be one chair that goes to someone who is watching Hammer Down Live today, right after the Foxy flick, which he does a great job every single week on Mr. Friday night. Um, he came in here like he normally does, and he tried mushing the fuck out of this bed. He came in here. <sighs> And he took Scotland uh, first half yesterday.
1: Wow. Let's go that. Oh. This dude is demonic, bro. What is that? Why are you doing that, Foxy? Why do you got to? Why do you got to do that? This is a big thing for not only you know. The hammer down boys, yep. their fans, the whole office. How about me? How, how, how about the entire country of England, too? Why are you getting involved in this? I said I'm very excited for the boys. They can win a lot of money today. But you know what helps me out, Pat, is a clean office. And I want them to clean <laughs> the, every single terrible. bit of that That's office. That. Let's Damn. go, Damn. Oh, he Scotland. It's so coming scary. home to Scotland.
5: Anything good is happening. People are happy. This scumbag <laughs> comes and sits in that chair every goddamn time. He's crossed the line. Right. It would be a real shame if an Alligator came through that back fucking window and charged. Hey, his legs off.
1: I fucking heard there's no over here, by the way, because we are uh, oh, that's salt. A shame.
4: Yeah, because golf's over here.
1: We got salt water. Do, Maybe- me
4: a- do me a favor, then, Pat. Put a puck in his fucking teeth. <laughs> I do not have a stick
1: down here. I wish I did. The last time we did that, I started banging the ice. Uh, all right, hammer down, boys. We'll check back in with you probably closer to when. Um, your money is either being made or the office is being cleaned by you guys. Appreciate you guys. Good luck out there. Thank you. Ben. Great heat fights on July 10th at UFC 64 against Lewis Smoker in the bantamweight division battle. Uh, another right hand from Sugarland is inevitable. Uh, this person has become one of our favorite internet humans, let alone fighters. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, the bantamweight champion of the future, the undefeated when fighting actual fights sugar sean that's what i'm talking about thank you guys thank you i'm jacked to be here hey i'm jacked that you're here dude we gotta fight a little bit away what are we we training Mm -hmm. we're gaming we're living we're chilling what's going on right now in your life
6: little little bit of everything um game of the day i'm gonna take the day off uh got sparring tomorrow three rounds um Three fresh people, so I'm basically fighting three people for five. I'm feeling real good. Smart. It's been a long hard week. tomorrow um, yeah, I got I grabbed a large coffee on the way on the way here today because I knew I was going to be on the show. Usually I get a medium, but I grabbed the to large today. Let's go. Enjoy it too. It's running through my veins. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I could see it by the way, it's coming through your voice. They're electrifying mm. every time you start mm. to speak pal. Thanks yep. to that large coffee and to you for existing yep. in general. But let's talk about your sparring tomorrow, uh, three rounds, five minute rounds, new fighter, every single round. So you're fighting fresh. Is that full fights? Is there helmets on? Are we hitting like And is tomorrow. A really big is the reason why you're resting for it is because this is like an actual gauge for you on what you potentially have to work on until July 10th, or is it just you want to beat up everybody you fight?
6: No, it's, uh, it's just an actual progression throughout camp. You know, I start at the beginning of camp one round, um, do one round, do one round for a couple weeks, and then two rounds. Um, and now tomorrow will be three rounds. Um, everyone does their you know, there's headgear worn, and we, tomorrow's MMA round, so we'll use uh, seven ounce puffy gloves. And, and shin guards, and, and you know, you know, you take care of your partner. You don't try to knock them out to the head. You go pretty much 100 percent to the body. I had one of the sweetest finishes. You know, you don't, you know, you're not supposed to talk about sparring, so I'm not gonna bring up names. <laughs> but I had one of the sweetest finishes ever on Saturday. It wasn't a head shot. I try not to hurt. You know, you don't want to hurt your, your partners. Uh, but the liver, the body is uh is is pretty much um, good to go for everybody when you're sparring. <laughs> I had one of the cleanest body shots of all time uh, on Saturday. I just, I wish I could post it, but it's just not, it's not, you're not supposed to post sparring rounds, but it was just so clean. You should blur the guy's face.
1: Blur the guy's face. I assume that there's a way you, you. yeah, there's a way you could do it without exposing old buddy for eating a liver shot. You know what I mean? Or maybe, I don't know what the MMA rules are. It's uncouth or whatever. Uh, NFL practices, just recently started getting posted. People's yeah. even filmed, because really? it was always the similar thing, I think. Now guys are starting to post it because I think it's just a little bit more understood. You crush, by the way. Mm. But let's, let's you. talk about your uh, comment after the Nate Diaz fight, and by the way, you stole the show a couple of times, by the way, mm-hmm. popping your head in there. look good in the suit, by the way. Look at you all. Prof- huh, you huh, huh? 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 <laughs> I actually came in late because you weren't fighting, and I saw you poke your head in, and that was when I asked, like, hey, is this dude going to get his own solo camera? What the fuck are we doing? I guess you got one earlier. I wasn't happy yeah. about it.
6: Yeah, they should have put me on a little later, but it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they know they know where the money is July 10th. They yep. know this whole exactly. thing. You said, though, speaking of money, Nate Diaz lost that fight, right? I and mean, i don't know if this yeah. is why you said it but watching along nate diaz lost that fight he had him out on his feet there i think at the end i don't know if he didn't know or whatever the case was but he was a draw he'll be a draw he'll, he had that whole place chanting for him forever because of the style of his fighting you put out a tweet that said you're gonna put on beautiful performances i think this he, is and by the way the last time you had the guy dead with a left hand you let him live hey Pick him up, mm-hmm. let him live. So you can mm-hmm. knock him out with a right hand so you can sell the merch. Another right hand from Sugarland. Land. Do we still have the merch?
6: Yeah, no, I, I had a different shirt actually, but yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going.
1: Well, I'm complimenting you that you get it Thank though. You. I feel like this yeah. is this is a real thing. Like, hey, in fighting, you have to, In I'm in the WWE, you know, uh, you know combat, Promotion, how you do it? Like, I think you're so good for the UFC. I assume they know that. And if you put on beautiful performances and knock folks out, like, god damn I can't wait to watch you become champion for what the next ten, fifteen years of mm, just dominance. Yep,
6: here? yep. Next ten years. I think I said insanely beautiful performances. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. no, it's okay. It's okay. But I think they're gonna truly be insane. I uh, I feel like I just bring something different to the to the octagon when I'm in there. I think it's just. You know, even just watching fights on TV, it's just I feel like I bring a different energy, a different level of excitement into into the octagon. And I was thinking last night, I don't know if you're too familiar with Peter Yan, yeah, um, the Russian. The he, he's not champ right now. I thought he won that fight. Um, he uh, didn't know the rules going into the fight and lost. But uh I think <laughs> me versus Peter in Russia is going to be an extremely huge event someday. And uh, it it just I think that's going to be a, a big fight. Way to got a get through Luis smolka um i have i have a a name in mind to call out i'd knock that dude out and then i think i'd get that peter fight so i'm just just working my way up working my way up the ladder so yes
1: are you young in the game i should know this i should have done more research but are you young in the game and do you expect like you expect that you have to get a couple wins to get up in there because i feel like in the fight game you have no idea you get a big win it's like i want (laughs) the guy immediately after there. That's almost a thing. You Are you young in this game? Is that why you're like, I understand, I still got to kind of go? Because for me, if I'm Dana, I'm putting a strap on you immediately. I, I, like, hey, let's get this guy up there. But is it just kind of the process? Is that kind of how it all goes?
6: Yeah, I think a lot of people are expecting a bigger name um, coming into this fight. They gave—they offered me Luis Smolka, um, which, who is a UFC vet. I think he's got 13, 14, 15 UFC fights. Um, he's not the most well-known guy he's definitely a dangerous opponent uh, I knocked out Thomas Almeida a lot of people thought I was going to get a top 10 guy um, including myself but you know they, they offered me Luis Smoka. I'm getting paid this the same amount whether I fight Luis Smoka or I say you know I don't even know if I can say no I don't want to fight him I want to fight someone else so you know they offered me him I accepted the fight I just had to go out there put his lights out the way that I do and, and I you know just kind of hope that I'm going to you know, you gotta I gotta say something clever on the mic. It, it that's oh, part yeah. of the game. You get like I said, you get fifteen minutes plus a little bit of time on the mic to to say what I gotta say. So I think with a good performance and a good call out, I'll get the name that I want and uh you know it's up from there.
1: Are you practicing your promo while tired? Like tomorrow. After <laughs> after those three fight are <laughs> you are you practicing the promo too? So you Dude.
6: That's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I gotta get my heart. I gotta hit like a couple sprints on the treadmill. Grab a mic, and that's a good idea. Make sure my heart rate's up when I'm when I'm trying to. Spit fire on the mic.
2: So
1: there's a hilarious story about Outcast. Outcast. whenever they came out with Stanconi and everything, they were in high school. They used to run laps around their neighborhood while rapping so that they could perform and do everything like that so they could do it. Then that, once I got into the WWE and I started doing some things and then I had to talk afterwards, there was a couple okay jesus christ i am dead tired the brain in the mouth is not as good i think i think the promo game is a big deal and you only get a couple times a year to perform so I, I think we gotta you know what i mean you're the guy we need it
6: yeah no i think i i have some ideas in my head right now i have to go home after this and uh and practice those that was a brilliant idea thank you
1: hey no problem where's this is this your studio here
6: yeah, this is my gaming house. my My little brother just moved down from Montana, so they're staying at the, my house, my gaming house. I just have one of my rooms set up to to stream and game. Um, speaking of gaming, I see I was uh, take I was taking some notes from your uh, VR boxing. Oh shit! I, I, have a, I have a couple couple uh, uh things that might help. Kay. Some ideas. All right,
1: First I've been all, I've been watching your tutorials. By the way.
6: Oh, good. So they, then you that should help. That should help. Um, cardio, first thing. Obviously, you got to maybe get some more nasal breaths. You were heavily mouth-breathing, <laughs> which is fine. I, I it's, it's part of fighting. You get tired. Okay. Um, you can't fight with a shirt on. That'll that'll fuck you up, first <laughs> second of all. Yeah, that, um, yeah you're right. You, were th- you, you have a nice right hand, but you, you. you got to mix it up. You can't throw seven in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. At some point, it's going to hit. You know what I mean? But I think if you mix it up, maybe – you threw a couple jabs in there i did like that but maybe double up the jab that power and speed i'm I'm serious it was beautiful right hand power and speed but you got to you know maybe level change hit him with a jab up high maybe a jab to the body and then come over the top with that right hand oh, um, here i we thought go. i thought overall though your performance was pretty good on the videos that uh, my little brother and i were just watching um when you do switch southpaw maybe uh you know, work on your left hand a little bit, but other than that, I thought you you looked good. Whoa!
1: Chris. Hey, people are saying, more specifically, my opponents in the Oculus with their reactions to my punches. Hey, left hand's got lightning too, pal. It's not <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. I mean,
6: It looks it looks fast. You just didn't throw it enough. I think when I was, I just saw right hand over right hand, over right hand. <laughs> left every once in a while, but I. I actually have never done that, and that looked very entertaining. And looked really, it looked like a good workout.
1: Okay. Seeing us today every Friday in the house is Darius Butler. He was in the NFL nine years. He was a teammate of mine. He just got the oh, Oculus... Yeah. Two days ago or last night, he was boxing last night. Now he's knocked out nobody. Out of stone, <laughs> oh, but he boy. looks, hey, he looks really good. It's real. Like that, hey, no, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> you haven't knocked anybody out yet. But it's real in there. He, he, nah. He's in much better shape than I. But it's like a great workout for you. Obviously, you don't need it, but it's awesome in there.
3: Yeah, hey, some good cardio, man. I was throwing, you know, I was working on my jabs. I wasn't just throwing haymakers in there. But um you figured out the little glitches on the game to get knocks out. I, I figured
1: out.
6: No, no, there's no glitches.
1: Out. There's no glitches. No, there's no glitches. It, 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 it
6: is. It is real thing Did he, he figured out a little cheat code? yeah he got some hey do you he what he's doing.
1: when you train there okay because i train in the oculus you know that's I'm, I'm fighting guys from the philippines i'm fighting guys from mexico or, you know these guys it's the it, toughest and, and by the way it's hard to make them bleed the robots you know what i mean it's it's tough <laughs> but great. i but that's i do complete. that whole thing do you just understand that you have a good jaw or your skin or your body can take good hits i don't get hit okay all right. That's good. I that's like, the,
6: you know, I think the biggest thing, uh, who's oops, that? Sorry. My, is that Dana my mommy White? Dana? Oh, um, mom. okay. That was Dana. the biggest thing for me, even since I started on 16, it's like, I didn't, I didn't like getting hit. That was always like the number one thing for me was how can I hit this dude and not get hit. And it's just, I've created a style around that. Thankfully for me, I'm, I'm long lengthy. Um, so pretty much everyone I fight, I, I can stay at the end of my jab at the end of my distance. And, uh, You know obviously i've been hit you get hit i I do have a pretty good job from not getting hit so much but uh yeah the goal is to to not get hit and not get hit once you know that's the goal and that's in my mind realistic that's how i that's how i plan on going i don't think hey what is
1: the bantam because you seem to be very tall right in the bantam weight yeah and that's like um
6: is that it's 136 or 135 pounds uh, with a pound allowance um, right now I'm 155 pounds, so that's pretty Shit. pretty average for for most fighters. Cutting 20 pounds, walking around 20 pounds. Once I once I get up to 160, 162, I'll probably move up a weight class. But for for now, uh, bantamweight division, it, it's not easy. It's not fun to make the weight class. It sucks every time. Um, but it's just how the rules are or not rules. It's just how the, 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 athletes compete right now is by cutting that much weight.
1: Were you a wrestler growing up? That's what you just been spitting in the buckets and, and doing no. the bathtub since you're in high school. No. How'd you get into this no. jujitsu fighting street fighting?
6: I hated jujitsu and wrestling. I, I, I got in just kickboxing. Just my buddy asked if I wanted to go check out a fighting gym. And basically was you know it was a back in Helena Montana. There's no legit coaches. There's no high level Big sky. Um, Coaches there. It was basically you know sparring every class, hit mitts <laughs> a little bit, and then spar. Um, and I was just naturally you know pretty good at it, knocking people out when I was 16. And I thought you know that's probably where I got a lot of confidence from was was dropping people out at such an early age. I've been knocking people out for 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm, almost, I'm almost too confident sometimes. <laughs>
3: Uh, go ahead, Darius. Hey, going going into a fight, <laughs> I know going into games for me, um, music was important. I was a chill guy, slow jam type guy. Actually, before mm. games, what type of music wow. do you listen to going into a fight, and what, what, where does that get your mindset?
6: Yeah, that, that's a really good question. Um, but before the so, once we get to the arena, um, I'd say about if we're there for an hour early, I'll throw on some Jack Johnson, something slower, oh, something pancakes. something mellow, something chill. <laughs> Uh, just kind of breathing, getting into my breath, um, and then I'd say about 20 minutes before we'll switch it up to some some DMX. Okay. So, so just you know, we, we'll get gangster for a little bit. Okay. That's I like okay. To get feel, that heart rate going. I like to, you know, I feel we're going into it. You know, we're going into into war. So no, the first first half, chilling, getting into my breath, um, and then the second half, I'm still feeling my breath. That's that's the constant is just constantly nasal breathing feeling the breath into my air and uh but yeah it's 20 minutes we'll flip a switch throw on throw on some gangster music and feel just feel feel good
1: must be nice to be able to breathe through your nose sean all right i don't know if you didn't ride a bike <laughs> into the side it. of a truck as a child you know that kind of ruined <laughs> my entire hopes and dreams the um when you're walking out to the cage have you had a packed arena for any yes. of your fight you have yep. You, and, and I thought of this as the Diaz fight was happening, so I apologize, but that's the most recent. That entire place popped for him. That entire mm-hmm. place, as soon as he walked in there. That walk to a cage to go fight another human while a crowd is basically chanting to you to kill, kill, kill. How and That has to be fucking... Un, that's a tough high to chase, I assume. I don't know how many of those you'll ever find outside of that situation, right?
6: Yeah, that, uh you know my last. Well, I fought it. I'm fighting at T-Mobile Arena again in Vegas. My my uh, I fought there March um, last year. I think it was right before COVID. So I fought. It was like when the last event uh, that had uh, fans there before COVID. Was was my last fight at T-Mobile Arena. So yeah, I kind of forget. You know, I made three walks in the silence at the UFC Apex. So you kind of forget what it's like uh, being at the fights last weekend was a good reminder um, for me I'm always I do a really good job of you know I, I have one job I have one one mission that's uh, stay calm, stay focused get to the cage I, I enjoy the walkout. I usually walk out pretty slow you know I, I take take a look around see see the fans hear the music um, I do a good job of taking it all in um, but yeah it's a big you know some people get let the crowd get to them too much get too hyped before the fight. I like to uh, save as much energy as possible for the for that 15 minutes that I have to go to war, um, so I don't get too hyped. I do a perfect amount of a warm up in the back to where I'm not to where I'm warmed up. I'm not gonna get injured in there, um, like I almost did when I punted that football. I didn't warm up enough, so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta gotta make sure I'm warmed up, hey. plenty, hey, and uh, make the walk.
1: I want I want to let you know, Sugar Sean. I hope our friendship grows and blossoms and continues, but if if you would have got hurt doing what I did for a living, that would have been that would have been tough for you. I think every conversation, you know what I mean? Like- I
6: tingled for a second. <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, oh, I warmed up. I thought I warmed up enough. I hit a couple laps, hit a couple stretches, uh, but realistically, it wasn't enough.
1: Hey, you fucking bombed that thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that is ever something you do. Oh, kickboxing it makes sense. You bombed that ball. It's yeah. very impressive. Go ahead, Connor.
2: Yeah, Sean, you just mentioned uh, moving up weight classes. Is your goal to be a double champ and have the bantamweight belt and you know the one fifty five belt, or are you just gonna you know see how it goes?
6: Yeah, yeah, the bantamweight one thirty five, and then the featherweights, which one forty five. But yeah, of course, that's the that's the goal. I think <laughs> like of a good uh, frame, a good body oh, size for that. Um, some people. You know, don't have the right frame to be able to go from one class to another. And for me, thirty-five to forty-five is only ten pounds, um, so it's it's easier than going from like fifty-five to seventy, which is you know, obviously more. But uh, yeah, that's the goal: be bantamweight champ in the next couple of years in life. Um, I mean, I'm going to be in this sport for probably another ten years, so we could be looking at a champ, 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 hey. champ. champ.
1: And depending upon how comfortable you get at meals, too, you never know. You might be able to. Yeah, you never know. Might move up a little. Bit exactly what do you eat nothing do you eat all year round do you just are you a grilled chicken guy
6: no yeah I'm a I eat super clean I get my my blood tested my saliva my stool my pee um, I get it all tested and I have a guy named Dan Garner he lives in Canada he studies all the uh, results that I get from from uh, the labs according to what I should be eating so I do that a couple times a year some food causes inflammation um you know i don't know the science behind it i'm a fighter and a gamer and a punter not a fucking you know scientist <laughs> so i just uh <laughs> um He's i listen to what they that. say right now i'm out of steak eating a lot of, a lot of beef right now i'm not eating beef or chicken i'm eating more eating bison um Here we go lamb we go. turkey so so i get my my blood tested get all that stuff tested to make sure i'm eating the right foods for my body type uh, specifically. So I eat pretty clean all year round.
1: So Dan Garner's just saying, "Give me your shit, dude. Let me look through this stuff." You I know? just
6: send my shit to him, and he just <laughs> looks at it and figures out what the fucking what I eat. <laughs> Ty, <go ahead.
0: laughs> Sean, it's pretty obvious that you love what you do, and you know, like you're you're obviously a rising superstar in the UFC. But do you ever look at you know like the Mayweather versus Paul and like these kind of like celebrity sideshow fights, and and think like, ah, oh, shit, like it's it's tough to want to. Turn something like that down when the bag is just so big or are you just all focused on getting uh, the strap in the UFC
6: Yeah, um, the, the Paul brothers Logan and Jake, are, are my buddies. I, I take inspiration from that I think genius it's, uh, by
1: the way I, yeah. genius
6: I love it. I think they're, they're killing it You know one of my before I got in the UFC before I even started really fighting. I wanted to be an entertainer That's what I wanted to be and that's what Jake and Logan are they were entertainers moving into the fight game I'm in the fight game working my way up so I can move into the entertainment game. I want to, you know, be, do both. I have five, four or five more fights on my UFC contract. I have potentially some big offers from, from other companies that, uh, that are more entertainment rather than, oh. um, you know, I, I, I see myself being in the UFC forever. It's just that hopefully, um, you know, I'll be able to get paid as much in the UFC as I will from another company that's going to be offering me a lot of money to do these kind of crazy fights that uh more celebrity boxing or celebrity fighting or whatever it turns out to be but yeah i love watching them i was excited fighting. for logan versus floyd i was i, I was i was was excited i was i love i love it
1: you said celebrity fighting is there a, do you have a little bit of an ear to the ground that there's potential mixed martial arts celebrities <laughs> about to happen is that what's going to happen you think or you just think it's going to evolve eventually at some point
6: it's hard to say with fight, real fighting. Um, boxing, you can get away with a little bit. It's just so much less that goes into it um, for celebrities that actually don't – know. How to, you can go train for two months. Like the YouTubers, TikTokers, go train for two months and put on a boxing event and be somewhat entertaining. Um, you can't really do that with fights um, if if one person knows – uh, like a couple of years of wrestling versus someone that doesn't have a re- like that fights. Just that's, not over. that's over. That's so over by the
1: way. That's, that's just absolutely it's over. That's, that's just a scoop tackle. When's
6: Pat getting in the ring? Ooh.
1: I don't like getting hit in the actual face. You know what I mean? Like,
6: yeah, I agree. I don't either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I'm not as quick. I'm not as quick as you, Bob. I would just eat it. That's why that truck got me when I was like, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to do that. And to be honest, I don't want to get, what is that? Booty up in the air? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to get booty up in the air <laughs> yeah. either. You know what I mean? That but, fun. But I do respect the people that go out there and put themselves into that potential position. I think I have a lot of respect for it, but I don't think the time has come for me yet. Let me knock out a couple more people in that Oculus and start mm-hmm. really feeling yeah. myself, and then I'll get going. Let's talk about the business here before we let you go. And I can't thank you enough for your time here. Uh, just what? 20-some days before your fight here, July 10th. One day before a massive sparring session to see Mm. where you're at. Let's talk about the business, because you seem to be a good businessman, obviously. Gaming, you're in the game. You're entertaining. Content business, you're incredible at it over there. You obviously focus on it. You have an entire gaming house. Your merch, legendary. You thinking about your merch in the middle of your... Oh!
6: Oh, This shirt, the way that this shirt came about was... Was was I don't know genius some might say. Um, yeah. The Sugar State Athletic Commission obviously with that one fight that I uh, got kicked in the perennial nerve um, was was wild and uh, but I talked to the Sugar State Athletic Commission and they overturned it. They said it didn't count. That shit was it doesn't. So officially so undefeated they, they, now. They overturned it.
1: Officially, the record books even state
6: now the just- Sugar State Athletic Commission went on record saying that I am thirteen and zero wow
1: hey congratulations that's a big, uh, not it's not just a big deal for you but future fighters yeah that's right you know in the yeah. future of the sport when that potentially happens and you can get caught and the sugar state says hey listen yeah we got some be stuff good. for you to make you feel better okay you can blow some trees if you would <laughs> like to but also we're gonna be fair and down the center here shout out to sugar state uh we're gonna buy mm. 10 10 of those we'll give away 10 of those shirts. Uh, If you tweet right now, PMS Sugar State, hashtag PMS, then S-U-G-A, then S-T-A-T-E. We'll give away 10 shirts. We'll buy them and give them away. Thank
6: you, bro. No, thank thank
1: you you for your time. Thank you for your commitment to potentially getting bodied for our entertainment. And then also on the other side, body bagging people for our entertainment. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen.
6: Hopefully we go. Hopefully we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar (laughs) Sean uh, O'Malley. Yeah. Hey, thank you, guys, man. That was awesome.
1: No, oh, you're awesome, dude. Thank you. See you, dude. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Need a strap on him. Yeah.
2: Immediately. Maybe two of them. And that's yeah. the
1: truth. Maybe three of them. Do you know that guy existed? Uh, of course. Come on, man. You d- Sugar d- shot undefeated. 13-0. Hey, whenever he did the... Uh, when he, I think that was when I met him, right? He had the, uh, he had the braids in. And- yeah. I think he did like a shimmy at one point in the middle of the fight. The- I, I think he even did
0: one of those. The braids were all different colors, right, Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and then the next fight he had, after that performance, the next fight he had, he knocks guy basically out left hand. guy's out. He goes down, literally looks at him and backs up. And the commentator's like, what is he doing? Basically not taking advantage or whatever. Saying, like, I don't know how many seconds later it was. It was a right, and the guy was dead. And he came onto onto our show and said, yeah, I had him down there, uh, but I already had merch made. And it's at another right hand from Sugarland, so he let this guy.
3: Oh, that's some legendary. G- yeah, that's oh, what yeah, I yeah.
1: In the ring, this guy is like, "Oh God damn, I didn't <laughs> get up, get up, please." Come on, This, is, this is ten 000 to fifteen thousand dollars in overhead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and merch that I have already in the warehouse, ready to ship out. Get up, yeah. Get- oh, he gets up. Okay, thank God. All right, we're not through By the way, you should have just been doing what I did the entire fight. Sean? Right hand. Should just throw it right, tw- right hand, hand. Should right hand. Hand. Yeah, right yeah. Hand after right hand after right hand. Uh, we got to get to a break. We're back on the other side. Uh, more conversation about what's going on in the world. Big thanks to Sugar Sean. I, I'm, yeah, I'm awesome. a massive fan
2: of that guy. Yeah, he's incredible.
1: I'm a massive fan of that guy. And if you weren't watching along at YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show, tell him the volume was really far down. That's on me. It's on here. It was turned down. I apologize. But, uh, Jay, good work back there. Everybody back in Indianapolis, good work. And big thanks to Sean for joining us, man.
2: He's electrifying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's the other companies that are paying more that are more in the entertainment business? I don't know.
2: You got to be thinking about those, you know, the showtimes us see what they're doing. That type of stuff. Imagine him just boxing these celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be so
1: much. That'd be fun. awesome.
4: UFC celebrity fights? Yeah, he made, a, yeah, he made like, a
1: good point about that. Though. That would not be good. See, I, w- I would feel much more comfortable in that as opposed to a boxing thing. Really? No. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Against another celebrity? Yeah, I'm not fighting oh, a real okay, fighter. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, That's Against different. a celebrity? That's yeah. yeah, okay. Like, okay. I am spearing this person. Yeah. Um, and then oh, by yeah. the way, if they lift them up, okay, cool. We're going right back <laughs> down to the ground. I uh, that I think against a celebrity. Yeah, for sure. That I'm is with something you. I'm with you. Yeah. But an actual fighter? No fucking chance. I mean, by the way, put on the Oculus if you're a real fighter. <laughs> you can
2: you can break a couple legs. I think some, so. Some yeah, with hits. the kicking too. Yeah.
1: Like I think I could really get going. But I don't think you're you're gonna see me in a lot of those things situations unless there is a hilarious guarantee on that thing. Yes. I won't pull a conseco, I won't dive. You know what I mean? I wouldn't wouldn't put up a fight. Yeah, you have to. The reason why I don't do it is because I have no idea how it would go in there. Because in the Oculus it feels very easy. You know what I mean? When I just yeah. I'm not just line them up and knock them down since <laughs> I mean, the first time I put that on my head. Even Foxy knocked out. Foxy knocked somebody out. Not, not, oh, yeah. not like... Just once.
2: I mean, he's similar to D-butt, did not knock <laughs> someone out the first time he played. d But how many
1: fights did you have on that throw yeah. of the fight? Have you? Was, how many man? times have you been? Here? We saw it all over Instagram. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm 2-0. Oh. I'm 2-0 oh right now. 2-0? Okay? Oh? So you No knockouts. You fought sloppy. Decision. I both went rash. to the cards. In
1: that tiny little workout gym, yep. you went to the cards? Yeah. Oh, couldn't be no, me. No. Couldn't be me. Let's get to a break.
2: Wow. the oh. oh, my.
1: What is that? A crowd of 10? A crowd of 10 watching Small crowd.
2: Small crowd.
1: money man? People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that Testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men it begins around the age of 30 and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. god. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left, no? You know?
0: Minus 30.
1: Well, if it starts around 30. This is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. And the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30?
0: That's the thing. This is where That's they can the, get you. It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of
1: those problems yeah. where you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Their supplement contains vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, Maca, and ashwagandha. In a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, dot com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good news. Mm-hmm. That's what I want.
2: Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank, Thank you, me. Roman.
1: We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening on SiriusXM Channel 82, Mad Dog Sports Radio. I believe I'm doing some a, a pretty a pretty big event for Sirius coming up.
2: Really? Oh. Uh, I think
1: so. I don't Where? know how big it is. Actually, I have no idea. I think it's just going to be on like uh, on the internet. I think. I don't know if it's been announced yet. Am I allowed to do it? It has not been announced yet. Breaking.
2: I, I haven't seen it myself.
1: All right, so I shouldn't. Breaking yeah. news. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I should, actually. I, I don't want to. It's pretty cool, I think. It's yeah? Pre- it's very cool. It's, uh,
2: really? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I okay. think so. so. I think it will big, be. This is a big event. I don't know if it's
1: big, but I think it'll be a cool event, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. This is is one of the first times that Sirius is kind of, you know, they put us in a commercial during the Indy 500 or whatever. Right. They had me and Aaron chatting, laughing Mm -hmm. as a part of the commercial, which was dope. Like that was really cool because our relationship with Sirius is an interesting one. They license our show from us, basically. So we run the show. They license a show from us, put it on Mad Dog Sports Radio, right. which is very cool. But we're not in there every single day. It's not like we're serious employees, you know? Right. So we don't get a chance to interact as much or kind of hear from people as much, I don't think. And it's it's literally, no. it's just we do our thing. Like, hey, they got their thing. We're very thankful for it. So when they put us in that commercial, it's like, yeah, that's really cool. Sweet. Hey, thank you for that. That's very dope you guys. And now with this thing, I think it's even more like... Okay, cool. Like fucking. All right, so Sirius kind of gets it a little bit.
0: Okay, here we See, go. Okay. It Sirius.
1: feels like Sirius kind of likes us a little bit. Good to you know. Yeah, i thank you for people listening wherever the hell you are, whether it's in a truck, a, de- a delivery van. Um, stay awake while you're driving those vans. Jeez. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. Good lord.
1: I just want to let everybody know that there is a story about the hundred and seventeen thousand dollar Jeep that I bought with a Hemi uh, a Money couple well couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Turns out. Turns out it ate a painting van last night at about 60 miles an hour while I was going about 35, 30. Yeah, right to the back, painting van. Boom! Off the road, saws down some trees, a road sign, then cuts in front of me across the road into a front yard, basically. This Mm -hmm. van right here comes crashing. I guess the driver behind me fell asleep. It was a beautiful day. Look at this. Hey, look at the clouds there's none of them Whoa. look at the sun it's shining it was beautiful i was in the jeep there's no roof i was listening to some music how you doing let's keep it moving all of a sudden close to my house there close to my house i'm almost home about to see the wife then take off down here to champa you know all right there's a lot of good things going on right, up, right on the back of oh my god what? let me slowly say that. i'm looking at this guy in his van right next to me while I'm on the road after getting, woom. I look to my right. He had swerved off next to me now at this point. I look at him, Whoom! cuts in front of me. I'm like, holy shit. The dude came like, I think it was like this far away from a massive telephone pole. Like, oh. that, that could have been one. And by the way, this is why you gotta, you gotta remember every time you step in a car, Anything can happen That's right. Never know. All right, look alive. It might might be considered basic to you. You're doing the same drive that you literally do two times a day for the last four years. This is the roads you understand. Maybe get a little bit too comfortable. You have no idea? There might be a painting van behind you with 13 to 14 ladders on top of it that just come flying into you at like 50, 60 miles an hour, and you're almost home. You got to remember... You always have to be alert on the road, and you also potentially Buy a hundred and seventeen thousand dollar jeep that's souped up to the gills that has a hemi in it because the only thing that happened to your car after getting rear-ended at a pretty high ding, speed ding. is a couple little nicks, a couple little scratches, wow. a couple little fixes. We'll clean that right back up to shiny Meekum Auto Auction Ready. Uh in the other car, obviously you saw it wasn't just my Jeep in it, though, it had, like two trees, a road Jeez, sign. Nice. It was crazy, dude. Three probably four what was it, about 4.15 probably, 4 o'clock, yeah, yeah. yeah, about 4.15, I think, when that whole thing happened, just out of nowhere. Glad everybody it, was
3: able to walk away, man. I, bingo.
1: He, he was good, by the way, okay? Driver yeah. of this was good. Passenger seat was good. Neighbors all came flying out, obviously, because it was very loud. Uh, everybody seemed to be okay. It was great outcome, obviously, for what could have been absolutely insane. I think the driver fell asleep is the story that I was told uh, there. Sure. I was asked if uh, any damage happened to my Jeep. I looked back, I looked at it, and I said, of course not. No. <laughs> it's a tank. Of course not, to this fucking tank. That thing's probably out of commission forever. Oh, yeah. By the way, potential final destination while I'm sitting there waiting for the scene, it became a scene. I mean, it was very, it became a scene very quickly. Imagine if Jeep, no roof, that guy rear ends me very fast paced, right? By the way, coming, in, he came very hot. Like, mm-hmm. it was very, very hot. Imagine those ladders that are on top of that shooting into the top of my Jeep, final destination. Right behind you. Can't have it. That's what I'm saying. I thought about that while I was standing there. I was looking around. I was like, Holy shit! Imagine oh, shit. if I fucking eat one of those ladders. This is insane. Happy everybody's okay. Here Me we go. Yeah.
0: Just goes to show you and reinforce the fact that AJ Hawk should not be driving a vehicle. This guy falls asleep behind the wheel. You see what happens? Four
1: fifteen. Four fifteen. Nowhere not, near the time. Not
0: quite golden hour. Not, but. Especially
1: not in Indiana. Golden hour is at ten p.m. Right. in Indiana right now, or whatever <laughs> you know what it is. But yeah, this guy fall asleep. In. I mean, it was an insane situation. Uh, speaking of insane situations. This man joins us to talk about all those that happen in the biggest league on planet Earth. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, insider for the NFL and NFL Network and NFL.com, and a man that got absolutely assassinated the other day by Chris Long. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, host yeah. of Rap Sheet and Frenzy and Rapper Boy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's
7: going assassinated? on? Assassinated?
1: Yeah, he killed you, dude. I don't, did you see it? He, mur- I mean, it was a. Oh, wait a slaughtering yeah. dude yeah full dunk on your face dude yeah
7: I mean I wouldn't I, I guess I would first of all you can hear me okay right I don't have my AirPods, can you hear me all right
1: oh yeah you look cool by the way this is like kind of like cool you know business cash rap here friday you know what rap I mean? yeah friday feel good friday <laughs> rap yep. yeah yeah you saw Friday, sound good. It's
7: the summer um yeah. i I would not say I got killed I mean it was a little bit of a drive-by i'll tell you what i did <laughs> I'm like, i I wanted to see I wanted to see a little more what did he say when you were like Hey bro, like that's my guy. Don't talk about him like that. Like what was his response?
1: Oh, whenever somebody on our show said that about you there?
7: Yeah. Well, I assume you did. So what did No, no, that wouldn't be that? something.
1: I'm not really combative. We we actually talked about it afterwards. Yeah. We said it would really it would be doing a disservice to the entire show if I got combative there because we never really show that much other times. You know, we're feel good. So, we just yeah. let him kind of assume that you were somebody's guy in the room. Yeah. You know, he he got it. He got the message. Yeah, he got the message. He he understood. You're right, though, Rap. That that was kind of how it all ended and wrapped up. He talked about his brother and talked about everything going on. It was a great conversation, but... You did get absolutely murdered, and we're happy to see you still around. Uh, is there any news going on in the world right now? We were trying to scan. Uh, let me see if we got it all here, right? Okay. The Dolphins have ready. a new slide in their facility. Okay, that's a big deal. Yep. Um, there's pictures of Julio Jones catching footballs. It is awesome. Hey, what he is yeah. doing is incredible. Great receiver. Uh, Brandon Staley's mic'd up. He has energy. He's a coach. That's crazy. Uh, And uh, let me get this straight. Peyton Manning's potentially going to Amazon, and maybe Calvin Johnson still hates the Lions. I think those are the only two that have been new that are maybe little needle movers. Anything you know about and anything we should be thinking about, or are we in a very dead time right
7: now? Yeah, I mean, I think we're in, I mean, cross my fingers, but I think we're in a pretty dead time right now. I mean, minicamp's basically ended yesterday. There's a couple, like, things some teams are cleaning up maybe a signing or two uh jets have had talks with Morgan Moses maybe they wrap that up today at some okay. point um but it's really like everyone's getting ready to go away for the summer so I'm getting to the point for me like where if I call someone like if I need to call a coach or a GM it better be worth it because that dude is going to be like on the golf course or like in Cabo you know hanging with Sean McVay or whatever like it it's getting to the point now where everyone's getting ready to go away for the summer. So if something happens, you know that it's like really, really bad. Like when JPP had the fireworks accident on July 4th, like many, many years ago, like that kind of bad, that's what it would have to be to be news in the NFL, probably for the next like four weeks or so.
1: The rap when Calvin Johnson was going through And by the way, thanks for the uh, uh, heads up on that. We're actually taking off next, next week, not next week, but the next week. after that. You've earned it, it. Well, it's the first time in a long, long time we're taking a week off, actually, and I, I want everybody to enjoy it. We're celebrating Ty, but at the beginning of that, it just sounds perfect. From what it sounded like from you there, though, ain't shit going to happen, so yeah. I'm pretty pumped about that. Right. I'm pretty Here pumped go about go. that decision. That's gonna, Well, you're crossing your fingers. For us, that week, we cross our fingers. For every other week, we hope something happens so we can continue to talk into microphones for three and a half, four right. hours a day, but this new stuff coming out about Calvin Johnson is interesting to me, and I don't know what you were doing when all that shit was popping off, and you're not knowledge of the subject and anything like that, but Calvin Johnson uh, obviously had to pay money back to the Lions and everybody just assumed that because that happened there was a bad bitter ending and some of us even joked that that potentially put a curse on the Lions because they demanded money back an actual check back from one of the greatest players of all time who was good did that curse the Lions and they did I guess they did the same to Barry Sanders before that but now it's come out that Calvin Johnson said he, w- he wanted to go somewhere else they wouldn't let him so he was forced to walk away uh, that is happening now because people are thinking there's maybe a, a recall Kindling of a relationship with photos of him at practice. I think with Dan Campbell. So, what is the what is the stance on this, and will we ever see Calvin and the Lions back together? And if he was going to go play somewhere else, should we hate the Lions for not allowing us to see more Calvin Johnson football because his highlights are spectacular, uh, and it sounds like there should be a lot more of those?
7: Man, there's so much here, and uh, I was I think I was at NFL Network when this was happened when this was happening because I think this was the If I remember the timing correctly, I believe this was the beginning of Bob Quinn's tenure um, at the Detroit Lions. So just so people know, like when when players retire, regardless of the circumstances, right, when players retire, decide to walk away, decide for whatever reason, they don't want to play for the team anymore. Their bodies have had enough whatever it is. Um, Sometimes they're signing bonus money that could theoretically be paid back. Generally, in the NFL, the team goes, you know what? don't pay us back the million dollars. Like you're a great player. You're walking away for whatever hey, reason.
1: 25 Just, million to Andrew Luck, by the way, from Jim Mercy, I think it was $25 million or something like that.
7: And I was going to say, I think that's the best and biggest example. And like, yes, Andrew Luck walking away or hurt the organization, but you would also argue that he helped the organization immensely. Also like, yeah, I'd say he's a good guy. Like, you know, like Jim, it's good, a good guy. it's good business. Right so anyway the lions made sure that calvin johnson knew that he had to repay the money and i didn't specifically know that he wanted to play somewhere else but i do remember there was a storyline the year after he retired where some teams were interested in trading for him and he kind of wanted to come back and the lions were basically like no we're just not going to do it um so i knew that happened after he retired i didn't know what happened before he retired but I think, you know, you play for an organization that really has struggled like the Lions did. I think he he had had enough. But I will say this. If you, if, if this was, let's say the Calvin Johnson situation happened this year. And he was, changed his name to, I don't know, Julio Jones. The organization probably would have traded him. Like, we see players call their destination now and have a say in where they want to play so much more now, it's just we weren't weren't there yet.
1: Well, back then also, I think the big narrative was if a player doesn't like their situation, they're a brat because a lot of people dream to play in the NFL. They don't. So you're, you're living out my dream. So the fact that you want to change that dream into a different dream, you're, you're an asshole for that. And you're, and that was kind of like a narrative that was real as opposed to potentially just being like, Hey, listen, all right, you and I are not the same. We are very different. I am a very fucking good football player. I have dedicated my entire life to this organization we stink. I would like to win. Can I go win somewhere? That would be awesome if I went to a better place. I'm even thinking about taking less money somewhere else, and I think that is why, I think with that being explained to people, it maybe a little bit more understanding why it's becoming a much more commonality. I, I think that is a big deal because as soon as you get the fans to understand why, and not everybody still is ever going to. I mean, uh, there's players that are called assholes by their fans all the time. I mean, Packers fans are kind of doing it right now with Aaron Rodgers yeah. forever Everything Aaron has done for the Packers fan base he just wants to maybe I, mean, I don't I don't know how that goes but any player wants to go experience it somewhere else or play somewhere else maybe closer to home maybe a different place with a friend or something and it's always like a big deal now it seems more on uh more common are there people around the NFL though that are scared that it's going to become like the NBA, where there's just going to be too many super teams? And are those people uh, maybe thinking wrong, and they should just be like, okay, I should build a super team then if that's what's going to happen, as opposed to, oh, I'm pissed off that there's going to be super teams when they happen.
7: Isn't that what uh, competition's all about there? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it would ever be super team-like. Because what? Salary Buccaneer. at Buccaneers? the Buccaneers? Look at the Buccaneers? Look at the Buccaneers. Right, but, like, the Super Team were, like, Antonio Brown kind of at the end, Gronk kind of at the end, you know, so, like, it was kind of like that. I mean, super they were Bowl. obviously very good anyway, but it guys. wasn't three, like... That's, that's three everyone. touchdowns
1: in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, that was three touchdowns in the Super Bowl True. you just said right no, there.
7: No, that is a good point, but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. salary cap wise, it didn't kill them. Okay. But there are people who I think are, you know, older people, older school people who are frustrated that players... Star players have as much say as they do. Like, you know, why does Matthew Stafford get to, you know, dictate where he plays? Well, I mean, why would he not? I mean, right? Like, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. He gave a decade to a trying, struggling franchise. Obviously, it wasn't working. And that's what I liked about how the Lions handled it. They were just like, you know what? You are right. Like, we are going to get picks for you. You deserve better. We are going to amicably part. And, like, that was the playbook. And I, th- I kind of think the Falcons did the same thing. Like, you know what? We love you. We are going to make sure nobody trashes you on the way out. We're going to make sure you go to a place you like. We're going to get draft pick compensation. And it is okay. And it, and it is sort of a time of player empowerment in the NFL. And, like, the guys, a lot of the guys who are demanding where they play also kind of deserve a say. Yeah, I think it's okay.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially with the way the business is now and the access and content and the transparency of what moves the needle and what doesn't now has given a lot of people, I think, a much better sense of what their actual worths are. You know what I mean? So I think like that is that is something that is only going to continue to evolve, I assume, with the NFL growing and continue continuing to grow. Darius Butler, go ahead, pal. Rap sheet, man. It's good to see you, man. Uh, So so way, way back
3: in the day, coming in as young, my first first two years in the league, you were covering the Patriots, uh, you know, as as a beat writer up there. And I know how much it had to suck dealing with Belichick on a day-in, day-out basis with the media. When you got your national job with the network, how much different was that talking to other coaches, talking to other teams that actually, you know, give you
7: answers? I want to answer that, but can I tell a Darius Beller story real quick? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Ah, we love This stories. was something that I will never, ever forget. So, you know, Darius and I were cool in the locker room. And it was real early for me covering the Patriots, and I hadn't really, you know, struck up any sort of relationship or whatever with a lot of players, but Darius is a good dude. Probably still is a good dude, I would assume.
3: So hey, uh,
7: we were friendly in the locker room. So he, is he gets released by the Patriots, and I didn't break it. I think Mike Reese actually broke it but I called him up and to you know confirm it and to make sure it was true and I sounded like I was like upset I really was upset because like this is a really good guy who I didn't think deserved to be cut and it was kind of it it really sucked to me um and so you know he confirms he'd been released and is like hold up like why do you sound like this I'm like oh (laughs) man like I'm so sorry he's like stop I was like I'm not dead. I'm gonna <laughs> be fine. Like, you don't have to worry about me. You don't have to feel sorry. Like, this is a business. I will be okay. And then they ended up playing seven more years in the NFL after that conversation. Yeah. yeah. I will never forget that. Yeah, D butt yeah, knew. Yeah. Hey, real quick
1: though. <laughs> hey, real quick though, was that your welcome to the NFL moment? Was Darius Butler saying, Hey, hey, <laughs> hey child.
3: I, I was actually happy. I was actually happy that I was uh, I Were was you- released and kind of getting a fresh start. Because um, as you know, that New England, it, it was rough. And once you get in that doghouse, it's tough to get out. Um, so a lot of people around, uh, friends, family, and, you know, rap. Hey, man, I appreciate you feeling for me too. But uh, I, w- I was happy. I was excited to move forward, man. We were lucky. You went to Carolina? Where you? Carolina are. first, and then uh, new, uh, right. Indy for my last six. It right. was awesome
1: when you got there. The time, I think you had man. a pick six your first day. He might have two picks the first day you were on the field yeah, or whatever. I was hungry, like, who the man. fuck is this guy? Well, this guy's awesome. <laughs> he went to Connecticut? Okay. <laughs> All right, here right. we go.
7: But, uh, but uh, to answer your question, like it was – It was different, Um, you know, getting to know all the other coaches and kind of getting to understand that information was not like that other places (laughs) like it was in New England. Like there were people I knew in, you know, with the Patriots, like say like John Robinson, for instance, was with the Patriots and I was there. I would barely say hello to him when I'd see him like on the road at a deli because I was nervous that I would get him in trouble for talking to me. Um, Now, specifically with Belichick, I liked dealing with him. Because you always knew what you were getting. The consistency was there. And if you had football questions, like as a reporter, he would always really answer them. So wow. I, I liked dealing with Belichick. The the lack of information was frustrating and it was unbelievable when I like really got to know people elsewhere to be like, Wow, like sometimes people talk about like what's really happening in the locker room and that was that was kind Which of fun is stupid. and interesting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dumb, yeah. by the
1: way. Yeah. Which yeah. Stupid. yeah, that is very like <laughs> if you talk to anybody in the NFL, I think now granted You kind of have to, and I rarely spoke about anything I was doing as a punter in the NFL on the internet because, you know, Mm -hmm. punting, the NFL has been around for like a hundred years and punting was never interesting. So it was nothing I really went off with, but those people that are very good at saying absolutely nothing to the media and just keeping it moving are awesome. But normally those people are, uh, their, their resume holds a little bit of weight so they can do that. Was Bill Belichick always like that? Was he always, because you said he would give you answers if you asked football questions. Is it just the drama shit that he's hated all these years? Or my favorite answer from him, whenever he was asked after a loss, you know, what they have to get better at. And he said, uh, we gotta get better at uh, first down. (laughs) We gotta get better at second down, both sides. We gotta get better at third down. And we gotta get better at fourth (laughs) down. And then it was the next question. Like, what a fucking answer. Jeez. Like, hey, it's the right answer. Listen, we need yeah. to get better on every single – Was he always like that, or did that evolve as he continued to build that dynasty of just being the GOAT at both head coach and GM, by the way, which nobody ever says in
7: that whole thing? Yeah. I have felt that what he – first of all, like, my favorite is we'll be like, look, we just got to score more points. Like, what do you, <laughs> the offense didn't do better, we need to score more points. And I'm like, you know what? You do need a score more. Uh, it's
1: um, a game. It's a not game. Wrong.
7: Um, I, I always took it as this. At some point early on in his New England tenure, he was like, players watch my press conference. And he never told me this, but this was always my read. Players watch the press conference. They get the message that they're going to be delivering to media through him. So because oh, he yeah. has the most, he's the most disciplined mm-hmm. interviewer I've ever seen or interviewee I've ever seen in my life. So he makes sure that he's on message 100% of the time And he does not care what you think of him. So he is going to, if he has to give you the stiff arm, like he's going to do it to make sure his team knows that's how they need to respond to the media. He's just because he doesn't care what people think about him. He's able to be disciplined 100 percent of the time and dictate, basically dictate the coverage that we use to to kind of report on the team. It's extremely fascinating kind of how he's gone about it.
1: Yeah, those press conferences are seen by everybody in your building, not just your players, the other coaches, everything. It's yeah, like, right. okay, this is how we're viewing this week. My favorite one, I've told this story a couple times, Chuck Pagano going into the last week, We had no quarterbacks. Uh, Andrew Luck had died that week or that year. Matt Hasselbeck also died. Uh, Charlie Whitehurst, he died. Somebody else died. So we had no quarterbacks going into the final weekend or final game. We had no playoffs on the line either. Funny funny to find that out either as well. So it was a game that was like, okay, we we don't have – We're going into a game with no quarterback. We have no hope. Let's go ahead and enjoy this. And Chuck's big thing was, hey, listen, we're going to win. We're going to get a win. This is what we're going to do. We're going to end this whole thing. And in his press conference... He was asked about the quarterback situation because at that time they had not even signed a quarterback yet. This is Tuesday, games on Sunday. We have no quarterbacks healthy on the roster. He said, "You know, we're we're putting some things together here. You know, we're going to give Pat McAfee maybe a package." And I was watching. I was like, "What the fuck did you just said? <laughs> yeah. No, you. I am not getting a package. Okay, I just saw three quarterbacks <laughs> die out there. I am, there is no chance. So the next day." Literally, we're walking in the hallway, and I'm just, like, looking at him, like, you have something to say to me? You know, he's like, good morning, Pat. Like, hey, we're going to go win, you know, Chuck, like, classic, like, upbeat. I'm like, hey, what was that quarterback package? You had a pretty good joke, huh? I was like, joke? Like, okay." Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought there was a chance. He was like, listen, Pat. Like, now it's not the time for you to play quarterback. Something like that. But it was, those press conferences set the tone for everybody. Who'd we, uh, we ended up with, uh freeman
3: yeah josh josh freeman. We
1: had josh josh, josh we had, uh, freeman josh freeman yeah, yeah. and who
7: was the we uh finley do not remember that ryan finley? Finley?
1: no he was on the team at some point i don't know if it was him at that time though but one of them learned the um two minute i think it was freeman learned the two minute <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the other one learned just the offense so the two minute and i did by the way i did that week like the whole, I did actually a couple, you know, full thing, and I was like, "He's if you get in, we're just gonna run it or whatever. Don't worry about it. We just need somebody to take the snap or whatever." And yeah, if that's when
3: that ha- I realized that thing on Matt, you know, like Madden, like the punter, it's like your third, fourth string quarter. I'm like, "Oh shit, it's real life. It's yeah, real. Yeah. Yeah. really out here going through a cadence." And, and by the way,
1: it's because you know cadence and like potentially having to take a snap, but. The quarterback center, I've been doing that. College, they had me do a couple of those, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I know it. I get it. I'm not going to fumble it, hopefully. And maybe they just – but if that ever happens, by the way, and it happened, I think, for Tupa, who was a quarterback, and then he ended up punting. Like, the Darius Butlers on the team and, like, the other guys who are the best athletes on the world. What, after one or two series, I assume somebody's going to be like, all right, don't you think you can maybe put me in shotgun? I could just yeah. <laughs> maybe. Right, I assume it wouldn't last long. But when Chuck said, I fucking lost it. Yeah. We won that game, though, by the way. Let's cool. go. We won that game that week. Uh, Did you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we won that week somehow. It was insane. And he was playing for the, um, what's that island In uh, New York that doesn't get talked to. Staten Staten Island. Uh It was like the Staten Island something. It was some amateur football team. He was playing on like two weeks or three weeks beforehand. One of the quarterbacks was. And Chuck's like, we won with the fucking Staten Island. Da, da, da. Go ahead, Ty.
0: Rap Sheet, I think it was on NFL Network. You were saying that you don't think there's going to be any resolution in the Rodgers situation until like the end of July. Is that just what... Packers fans should expect now and I can kind of tune it out because I think a lot of people assume that we would at least get some you know information from uh the golf event on July 6th but nothing's gonna happen until late July no matter what
7: yeah I mean that's sort of just my read on the situation I mean I'm I'm gonna be watching the golf event. first of all that course looks amazing second of all like there's going to be some funny stuff like you know they're not gonna take it easy on Rodgers which I appreciate so that will be fun but he seems to be enjoying his summer. He seems to really like not having to do football things. Um, if there is going to be a resolution, it's only going to be when he wants. So he's not going to want to do anything Packer-related, I don't think, until right before training camp. And plus, like, there's no reason to come to any agreement or fix anything at all now because like, there's no deadline. Same reason that you know, the players who are franchise-tagged and could do deals, like very few happen now. They all happen like July 14th because there's kind of no deadline. There's no reason to. So for me, like get through the summer, tune in right before
0: camp and see what the resolution.
7: So
1: didn't Aaron tell us last year he didn't start throwing until
0: July or something? Yeah, something like that. Really? Yeah, he said something about
1: he didn't throw until July. And I think early in our conversations with AJ and Aaron, AJ made a joke At Aaron, it felt like an inside joke. So let me go ahead and try to dissect here where there was a quarterback throwing. I don't, it wasn't this year. It was like maybe last year or two years ago, somebody was doing a workout on a beach. I don't remember if it was Lamar when he was out there, when he jumped over that jet ski or whatever and Mm -hmm. scored a touchdown. I don't know if it was Tom doing something or any of the other potential quarterbacks that were throwing a ball on a beach at the time. And AJ asked Aaron a question about the time when they were throwing and basically mock like Aaron, not liking to throw for certain times. And I think we are potentially, I don't, I don't know if we were in it for the entire thing. Cause he would come back for OTAs, I assume. But last year, I think he got his first real chance to do like what he probably had always wanted to do with his time off and then a lead up and then kind of do his own thing. And he said he felt better yeah. than he's ever felt. So it's like, I'm not 100% sure he missed any football that he would normally have, like, in his mind, although OTAs do serve quite a purpose and a point. I think throwing-wise, he told us he won't start till July or something yeah. last year. And I was reminded yeah. that of somebody that tweeted us the video and, like, hey, he said this last year. I forget who it was. I appreciate you tweeting me that. So that kind of may- adds a whole another turn to this and twist to this. What if Aaron literally wasn't listening to any of the hype that was going on? He was oblivious to everything. Is that, is that potentially what happened?
7: No. Well, first of all, I remember last year when we were going through the sort of what's the NFL going to be like in COVID, what's the off season. If I remember correctly, Tom Pelissero told me this, reminded me of this, so who knows how accurate it is. But he was saying that Rodgers was pushing for like a really late start of, I think, training camp. Like didn't want to start any training until like late July, like at all. Like I think it sounded like that's where he was kind of most comfortable, was just not doing anything, which – you know, he's one of the best players to ever do it. So if that's good for him, then I think that's, he should probably, um, he should probably keep doing that. But, you know, I would imagine he's hearing all of it, just knowing how much he cares about this stuff. I would imagine he's, he's hearing all of it, not caring at all, probably laughing at a lot of us.
1: And um, saying Taylor
7: Swift because he knows so much yeah. more than we do about the situation. And like, we're all, or there's nothing else to talk about. So we're all spending time doing it. And he's, Meanwhile, he's picking out great T-shirts to wear for his promotional Great
1: shirt, great, uh, great shirt. line in the middle of that virtual press conference as well. Can't wait to watch and see what he says and see what we make of it because there's probably going to be nothing else to talk about sure. then. Uh, there was a little bit of a news yesterday that kind of – You know, felt good. There was an earthquake in the middle of America, by the way. Oh, no. Okay, so I hope everybody's okay. hope that. Really? Uh, And and there was an initial thought that that earthquake, and and thankful that everybody was safe, was it was maybe uh, George Halas rolling over in his grave because (laughs) there was a chance that uh, Chicago Bears were going to become the Arlington Bears, you know, with a a raceway property purchase uh, looking into the future from the president and CEO Tom Phillips and and when Ted 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 Phillips yeah, listen when Ted Phillips starts saying hey we're buying this it's nothing uh, we're just uh, kind of looking at every possible option and then you start piecing together the Patriot place up there which I think has a casino a plaza a mall and you look at the Cowboys and I'm assuming Las Vegas oh, has yeah. a hell of a setup around there they have nightclubs in there you look at all the money that is made from owning the space not just the stadium but around it so you can take every dollar that people spend on the weekend to yourself for your games you say to yourself oh my god are Chicago Bears about to be the Arlington fucking Bears? Is this really going to happen? Especially when the Bears come out. And the initial report out of Bears fan Faithful was, oh, it can't happen, oh my God. And then it started rolling out. They don't own Soldier Field, they only lease it. If they were to own it, it's actually better for business, blah, blah, blah. But then Mayor Lightfoot came out and dropped an elbow off the top rope on the Bears, both basically (laughs) proclaiming her love for the Bears Mm -hmm. and for the city of Chicago, while also saying, And y'all motherfuckers need to stop worrying about moving within the city. You guys need to figure out how to start winning a little bit more. And this is obviously in in the middle of a massive negotiation, I would assume, for a new stadium. This always gets ugly. There was reports plenty of times when an owner was looking for a new stadium, they'd hop on a helicopter, they'd go fly over Los Angeles, then they would fly back. Somebody would report, probably you, this owner was seen in a helicopter flying over a property that could become a new stadium. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the negotiation with the old place is done. There's a new stadium, new tax dollars probably going in there, and a beautiful place being built. Do I have this right that this is just negotiation here by Ted and by the mayor? And do you see anything happening before 2033, which is allegedly how long that contract is in place there in Chicago?
7: That was a fantastic synopsis what i do
1: i don't win awards, but that's what i do thank you There was some sage burning in here earlier i got a chance to really you know try to connect the dots but did i miss (laughs) anything and how do you see it playing out
7: yeah so i would say your first point about how much money they can make from all of the other stuff is massive i mean the chicago bears one of the marquee names in the nfl should be like extremely valuable one of the most valuable franchises in the nfl top three uh, and it's not quite like that because you mentioned they don't own the stadium. They're, they're currently in negotiations with the city for more improvement, but improvements, but it's, and it's a small stadium, but still it's not going to be like all these other unbelievable new stadiums like Minnesota or Vegas or LA. It's just not. So until they get a state of the art, amazing stadium, they're not going to be making as much money and be as valuable as they probably should be. So Yes, it's negotiations with the city. Yes, this could end up like last time where it's basically just using this to kind of prod the city a little bit and get more favorable terms. But I kind of get the sense that at least this is a real consideration. Oh, they got a lot of fans in the suburbs. They would build a Patriots place type situation. Smart. Um, Smart they make a lot more money. It actually I mean, I I love Chicago, so like I want everything. Oh, city. you're in with Ted. Oh, hey, Mayor
1: Lightfoot's gonna come out and murder you again. <laughs> you're gonna die. You have got nine lives if you're a caddy, and you're gonna have two of them taken this week with Chris Long and Mayor Lightfoot if you do what Makes you're about sense, to do though. here.
7: A move does make a move does make sense. Like it. it oh, and I've, and the crazy thing
2: is,
1: it Arlington would hurt Bears. the city a lot. Oh, yeah.
2: But fans would love it. They'd love
1: the stadium. The Arlington Bears, dude. Go ahead, Connor.
2: Yeah, rap sheet. Uh, Bob Anderson and now also Christian McCaffrey have come out with some glowing reviews on Sam Darnold. Is this a whole new Darnold down there in Carolina? And should I bet on him to win comeback player of the year? Come, is it can a you comeback player that? of the
1: year? I don't think he wasn't hurt. He played last year. He just stunk. Just just, just but just
3: he, just just he just stunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can win it stung. if you're terrible. He, he was hurt a little bit last year. But was he? Stung? he stung? Yeah, he's stunk. Yeah, Could you imagine Comeback Player of the Year
1: Could you imagine Comeback Player of the Year In the NFL (laughs) If you were good Stunk for two, three years And then had a good season (laughs) Again And your peers (laughs) And everybody in the NFL Was like Welcome back. Dave. <laughs> that would be wild. I don't know if Sam was hurt. That is rude that Sam had to get that, but we have no idea if Sam's going to be good, but everybody's talking about him. They're on his team. So they have to talk him up. They're wide receivers and running backs who catch the ball out of the backfield. So they have to talk him up. But is this real down there? And what are the expectations you think around time for Sam Darnold?
7: I, I don't know if it's real yet, but I would say like him him winning comeback player of the year is really pretty hilarious. But I guess stranger <laughs> things have happened because he is clearly coming back from something which is I guess not realizing his potential or whatever the Jets Jesus you know, the Jets right. situation last year was yeah. not the easiest to succeed in, so maybe coming back from that. But, you know, the early returns are good, but I I will say this, like I think for the Carolina Panthers, they are not treating this like we found our franchise quarterback. We're done. This is our guy. Look at what they gave up for him. It wasn't a lot. Um, they're going to, you know, they they I know strongly consider taking a quarterback in the draft. They're going to look at every possible uh, avenue to improve the quarterback position. Darnold is an option, uh, a really intriguing one, just because of how incredibly talented he is. But he hasn't put it together yet. The tape last year wasn't very good. Um, he seems like he's played better in minicamp this year, but you know, to really get to that next level, you got to do it for an extended period of time, play at a really high level, get your teammates knowing you're the guy. Like, there's there's a lot for Sam Darnold to do. So, I think the early returns are good, um, but he has to do Probably a lot more to get to where he probably should be considering where he was
2: drafted.
1: Diggs back in Indiana. This guy is your biggest fan rap sheet. He would have actually told Chris Long not to say what he said if he was in the room. Yep. Whenever Chris Long said it. He was not in the room, so he was out on the catch looking up winners for uh Hammered Down. Go ahead, Diggs.
4: Love you, rap. Um yeah. So this yeah. week, Matt Canada came out and said that they are going to do on offense whatever Ben wants to do. Have you heard anything out of the Steelers? Like, did they just hire an offensive coordinator just because they had to? Or, or what's the situation going on there? Yeah, I,
7: I saw that and laughed a little bit. That is not reality. Like, it, it really is. With all due respect to Matt Canada, like, I don't, you know, I know he said what he said, but that's not reality. Like, they're basically putting in a new offense um they're going to make sure to tailor it around ben's skills and they know enough now that when he likes to play he is going to do it better and they probably should run that but this is not going to be kind of probably like it was the last couple years where let's just make sure ben's happy this is going to be a very new offense where everyone has to learn it and like matt canada is has really been a curiosity in the league like before he was hired he was the guy that the NFL coaches would go to to learn about all these new cool things you're doing on offense. And then the Steelers hired him and now made him O.C. Like, I think the offense is going to be really, really good this year. And I think Ben is probably going to have a comeback player of the year type season. Who's to telling how, oh, you? He really, could really have won it last it. year. They
1: won 11-0, by the way, fresh off of Tommy John. Oh, yeah. and then the whole thing collapsed once Evan Foxy became a fan. But what? who's telling you this? If, if the offensive coordinator, okay, and this is what I find fascinating about your job. AirPods in or AirPods out on a Friday or on a Wednesday? Who's telling you that the offensive coordinator, who's did a press conference and saying something, is completely lying? How do you find out that information? Like, how? Literally, I wouldn't say he's.
7: I wouldn't say he's lying. I would just say that's probably not what he meant to say. Would be my best oh, way of okay, saying got it. Because, got it, got it. like, obviously, they're going to do what Ben is best at because he is a very good player and the quarterback and has played twenty years. I just don't think it's going to be. Let's do whatever he wants. He is going to install his system, which has been extremely successful on a couple of different levels. And and some of the stuff that he put in with the Steelers last year it sounded like Ben really liked. Um, but this is not going to be just whatever Ben wants. It's going when to be he put in? here's the system. Let's find what Ben does best in this one system. through eleven.
1: Hey Ian, when when did yeah? Diggs is saying what he's hoping. Obviously, when when did Matt Canada put this stuff into the offense? Was it was it late in the season? Beginning of the season? When? Earlier in the season? When was
7: it? Uh, I would assume it was only during the eleven and zero part of the season. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah.
1: That's see, that's sure. what Diggs is hoping for back there. Um, we appreciate you, Ian. Have an incredible weekend. What do you got? Anything cool? Um,
7: I got some. I got some t-ball. I got some second grade little league. Uh, I got some soccer and I got some grilling.
1: Okay, good yeah. luck out there. I bet you're just a grill master, dude. You get that Traeger to work mm-hmm. out there. Hey, that thing can bake, roast, Why? barbecue, Why? braise, Why? grill, Why? and cook Why? anything. Yeah. Anything? We'll anything. Shout out to you, Ian. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian wrap for yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So I think what happened there, Diggs, if I was reading through what Rapport said accurately, is Matt Canada gave an answer that he thought would, you know, be the right answer. Ben loves this. Hey, I love Ben. I'm supporting Ben. And then all of a sudden, all the Steelers fans said, "No, no, 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 we don't want, we, we don't want." we don't want Ben calling all the plays. That's (laughs) what what we've been at the last couple of years. And I assume he just maybe didn't know that that was going to be the reaction. That's why Ian Rapport's coming out and saying that wasn't what he meant. Is Mm -hmm. that somebody – you know what I mean, Diggs? Is that what you think happened
4: potentially? Yeah, I agree with him there. And and anything's going to be better uh, than old Randy who uh, got rid of because I I saw from Stats Guy who we used to have on. You Warren Sharp, Stats Guy. Yeah. that under center, they would run the ball 87% of the time. And then when they were in shotgun, they would throw the ball like 87% of the time. So just everyone knew exactly what they were doing. So it, it's, it's, it has to get better.
1: Okay. Well, I hope it does for you Steelers fans out there. Thank you, Pat. uh I got to log back into this thing. Um, I wonder
2: how eat. rap sheet is at T-ball think his squad's pretty good
1: uh he's stern but fair i've heard with the kids oh
2: oh i thought it was his team
1: oh he's playing i thought
2: he was batting leadoff. yeah
1: all he could be huh what if he's the shohei otani of fucking t-ball that's what i mean
0: he could be just burned one down the middle at uh for the mets the other night throwing yeah. out the first pitch Ooh, rap. rap yeah, yeah. He did oh shit. I wanted to ask him why the hell he had a catcher's mitt out there.
1: God, Damn. call him, call him, call him. Call
0: him. And why he was on the match. You're right cuz
1: as soon as we saw that photo, yeah. that was this week. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Call him. So yeah, what the hell is, he is this the... guy doing? Cuz that was as soon as you see the photo, you're like, "Oh, good for rap. Why is he Did someone tell him he's, he has a catcher's mitt? Yeah, what that, is that? He's going to get he's going to get mocked. Yeah. He's going to get mocked for this on the internet. That's an immediate thought. Is he on Hey, hey rap sheet. What's up? A little bit more casual, kind of sitting down. You know. oh, wait, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Oh, there's the bulldog. Yeah. By the way, people were asking yeah. for that in the comment section. Saw the Hi. bulldog Hi. there. Um, quick question: We didn't get to. We do apologize that we had to call you back here in the middle of your Friday. No, no. What? Why? Why'd you have a catcher's mitt there on your hand while you're throwing that opening pitch? How'd that happen? What what did we do there? Is that the only one they offered up, or did you bring that one? Hey, you've had that one since you were in Little League. Is that what happened? Or how did we get to a catcher's mitt there uh, on the hand Look there?
2: Those shoes. Yeah, great, great fit. Shoes. Great fit, dude. Good great shoes. fit. I'm
1: sure the throw was good as well, but the catcher's agree, mitt really uh, really got us all kind of uh, befuddled.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. And all why right. didn't you throw from the rubber?
7: Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, they... They said, do not step on the rubber. They said, you can go anywhere else, but don't.
1: Bro, step you up. go in there. It's, hey, hey, you got that catcher's mitt too? You take out a catcher's mitt? You fucking get in there. <laughs> yeah. This
7: is your moment, dude. Are you kidding me? Go ahead and fucking so, hammer that thing. The other thing is, my you had to bring your catcher because of COVID. You had to, like, supply your catcher. So my wife was doing it. So I don't want to throw that, like, sink piece that I got and hit her in the shins and embarrass yeah. both of us. Oh, uh, you want to go 12 uh, to
1: 6 on her? Well, yeah, smart, yeah,
7: smart, smart. Um. So anyway, uh, the reason I brought a catcher's mitt is very simple. It's because uh, I have been a catcher my whole life. I mean, technically I don't really play baseball anymore, but I've always identified as a catcher. And that is when I play catch, that is my mitt. So like in a moment that sometimes could bring on high stress, you got to stick with what got you there. Uh, catcher's mitt has done some great things for me. Brought that out to bound to make sure that that was there with me during that that tech Hey,
1: in those high pressure moments, you're always going to rely on your fundamentals. That's why practice is so important. That's why technique is so important. And that catcher's mitt, it got you to where you need to be. Ladies and gentlemen, he's in the NFL now. Ian Rapport. Rapport. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. of dollars to their users FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons most of them what I just said Uh, We are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, We love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will, too if you haven't used it yet use it nah also there's fantasy on there daily fantasy and free-to-play games where you can win money shout out to Fanduel. shout out to you let's get back to the show hey this is a big time hour here oh yeah oh. there's a lot of things that are about to take place in the next 58 minutes let's go <laughs> 57 minutes now wow okay three o'clock a brand new documentary debuting from at Evan Foxy at YouTube.com forward slash the Pat Magazine Yo Show. Foxy! If you're watching this show live, you will be immediately redirected to it, I believe, if the YouTube analytic function stat technology thing works properly. And we can't thank you enough for watching along there and, and trying to win the money that we're giving away at the end of that. You know, Foxy likes to deliver a little bit of an expensive treat to the viewers uh, in Phil's pocket at the end of every documentary, and I can't wait for you to watch it. And then after that. Hey, listen, after that, the Hammer Down Boys at youtube.com forward slash Hammer Down are going to watch England and Scotland in that first half. If England ends up winning it, if they're up 1 0, 2 0, 3 0, 4 0, 5 0, won't happen that. If they were winning, though, at halftime, the Hammer Down Boys, while watching along live, will win 10,000. Dollars! Wow! If Scotland b- wins the first half over England and it's not coming home at halftime, everybody that is on camera at YouTube.com forward slash Hammer Die, die. knows that they are going to have to wash and clean the entire office, which is going to be a nightmare. We're coming out of a quarantine where everybody was kind of locked down, separated from each other. We kind of took care of our own little spaces, some much, much, much better than others. There's going to be a lot to clean up there. That is literal penthouse to outhouse situation in one half of soccer, which is tough to watch. But with a lot on the line, we will enjoy that. Then tonight. Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio in Hell in a Cell on Fox Smackdown 8pm Eastern Daylight Time found that out last night that that was going to be happening tonight we're talking about potentially the biggest Smackdown in the history of SmackDowns, and I'm not just talking about with my nine-week run here that I've been on. I'm talking about in the history. A Hell in a Cell match is saved for pay-per-views. You've seen the clips when Mick Foley Mankind gets tossed off the top in Pittsburgh by Undertaker, falling over 20, 30 feet into a table concrete floor, losing his tooth and everything like that, then getting tossed through the top of a cage a couple times. Blood, brutality, carnage, all of this. Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, will fight Rey Mysterio, an absolute icon, future Hall of Famer in the WWE, live on Fox SmackDown, as opposed to this weekend at Hell in a Cell, which is a pay-per-view only available on the cock. Peacock. Uh, This is a big night, and then, by the way, the first federally signed Juneteenth weekend. Let's have a fucking here go. good one.
3: Oh, here. Have a weekend, boy. Woo.
1: Listen, I am all about a good celebration. Whenever, however, whatever. But whenever we learned about Juneteenth, I think as a society, a large majority of us at least, which was something that was not cool at all, the fact that it just got signed in, I think is an incredibly awesome moment for us all to celebrate together. I think it is a cool thing, there's people that hate this, they think it's whatever for whatever reason, and I think it potentially signifies a massive mistake that was made for a long, long time in the country that we currently live in. But I think that's life, you make mistakes, you learn from them, you move on, you grow you mature. The fact that our country is at a point now to celebrate something that was a massive mistake at one point is not a bad thing. It is a great thing. This is a cool thing. And for as much as I uh, have a real... You know I feel like a connection to this with the life that I've lived and the opportunities and the situations I've gotten to see uh, through both being in a college football locker room an NFL locker room having good friends from all over the country being where I was from which is a working class town majority white some trash you know some good but the fact that I got a chance to see things, I think the world coming together is a beautiful thing but It is not something that everybody's like, let me hear what Pat McAfee has to think. Darius (laughs) Butler is here. And Darius, I want to let you know, I'm fucking pumped about Juneteenth becoming a holiday. I'm pumped about Juneteenth weekend celebrating. For you, I would assume this is something that is, and now this is me, maybe potentially being racist thinking this, (laughs) but this is, uh, I assume this is a massive thing, not only for you, but for everybody. And I think it should be viewed that such, that this isn't just a black celebration. This is a entire country celebration, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely cool. Um um, I, I didn't know about Juneteenth coming up. Okay, um, so this
1: isn't something that yeah, it was, I felt like a stooge, by the yeah. way, for not knowing about it. I think a lot of people maybe felt guilty, like, oh my god, I'm a terrible person for this. This is something that was maybe not talked about for a long, long time anywhere, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, in general, honestly, you know, black growing up in this country, you had to kind of do your own due diligence research about you know your true history. Um, so you know, understanding what happened, you know, the, the slaves were freed with the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, I believe in 63. And then a couple years later, there were still slaves in Texas. I believe it was Galveston, Texas, where the last uh, enslaved people were free um, in this country. So obviously a huge moment uh, for black people. You have, you know, the 4th of July, if you think about when that was put in place, we weren't free. So this was the day um, that we were technically free in this country. So definitely dope that it's a, um, a federal holiday, um, definitely cool that we get to, um, you know, celebrate it and uh, educate the, the, the next generation on it. And uh, hopefully we, we continue to move forward, um, you know, obviously more than, you know, symbols and holidays and things, but actually putting things in action in place because it's a lot of words, a lot of things said. Yeah. You know, you had fucking end racism in the back of the NFL um, end zone. And they're still practicing, you know, race at the same time. So symbols are one thing, but we want to continue to move forward. Uh, progress forward it's dope though
1: yeah it seems it is very dope by the way but it seems like you know hypocritical situations have surrounded this particular conversation for a long long time and i think juneteenth becoming something that we all celebrate is awesome like yeah. I, I think anything that can bring people together like i am all about i think if you were to look at who watches and listens to our show uh you might i think a lot of people would be Astounded by because I I like I feel like I've always been a unifier. I I don't know. I just feel like I enjoy when everybody's getting along. It's why I like flip cup over beer pong. Okay, because I think (laughs) everybody can get in. Like that's just a a, I like when everybody comes together and has a good time because Mm -hmm. I truly believe like hey you don't live a long time on this particular rock. It could end whenever. And then as you learn more and more, you're like okay I feel like we can help here. I feel like we can change this a little bit. We can get going. And I think just acknowledging a lot of stuff, which is what we have. A lot of people have been forced to kind of do uh, over the last year is yeah. dope and I think as we move forward I think we all need to realize hey we have a lot more in common okay then we have differences but we need to change some things to make everybody's life as good as possible and I just think that is really cool I'm excited for Juneteenth weekend and uh, Mayor Lightfoot actually in Chicago after burying the Arlington Bears yesterday <laughs> mm-hmm they um, just absolutely buried uh, the Arlington Crushed. Bears yesterday. Today, she is taking $10 million out of the COVID relief uh, fund that they have, which, by the way, I think she's saying we beat COVID, too. So wow. shout, out, mm-hmm. shout out to us beating yeah. COVID. Oh, I think she said she's doing that. Uh And then she's going to put it to work to end racism. I have no idea how that's going to work. <laughs> I, I, are you, I, I don't know what that means. I, I I, are uh, you paying everybody that is just a hateful person? I don't know how that works. But I think the best thing that we could do as a society to continue to grow is in those spots where you know there isn't a lot of white folks and maybe the only white people that are ever seen throughout an entire life is in a bad fashion and maybe in those spots and whether we all doesn't just happen in the big cities by the way these are cities and towns all over the place if the only opportunity for success that you see on a regular basis is one that is whether it's crime operations or selling drugs or or gang gang related or anything like that there's a good chance that that is going to continue to be the standard because there's going to be drive there's going to be hey i want to make my life better i want to do that and when your only real thing to look up to for instance for me So my dad, truck driver, my mom a secretary, no college graduates. In the town that I grew up in, our neighborhood by the way, we didn't have any lawyers, doctors, anything like that. All working class folks here, you know? And it wasn't until like I met uh, one of my dad's friends was a professor named Danny Gray. I met him one time, He was a professor. I saw his jacket, I saw the car he wore, I, I, he was driving. I like saw the way he operated a little bit. That was when I was young, I was like, okay, so there's how a professor, that's how they make their living, that's how they can live if you're a professor. Then I met my dad's boss for the first time when I was like a teenager and I saw this guy's house was huge and I was trying to see what he does to make his money. Whenever you have like a blueprint or an avenue or hope basically is all that it is, you, you, you tend to make better decisions in and hopefully everything else kind of follows suit. And I think in a lot of neighborhoods, if we really want to end racism or, or try to do this, I think we have to provide opportunity. And I think we have to get, provide hope. And I think whenever you see a player. Yeah, I think
3: that's more important.
1: I think it's yeah, a big deal. I don't
3: think racism is going anywhere. It's not about, you know, people not liking other people. It's about everybody really having a, um, you know, a fair opportunity. Hope. You know I know think what that's I mean? a big yeah, deal. And, and you had Fred on yesterday. One of the things Fred always says, shout out to Freddie T., um, is uh exposure leads to expansion. And that and that's the truth. If you can see things, if you can feel it, touch it, um, you're more likely to reach those goals. But a lot of these uh communities, a lot of these schools, um, you know, that hope and that opportunity isn't there. So that that needs to be fixed. I'm not as concerned with ending racism. I could give two shits if you like me or not, but as long as we have uh the both uh both a fair opportunity, you know, in the same place that we're living, paying taxes, um, you know, I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, aside from the you know, you get profiled at a rate that we can never understand, right? And I think this is something that people are continuing to realize and that is something that exists too. So I think acknowledging things that have happened, by the way, Okay, and this is not all broad paintbrush here, uh, whatever, we're talking about everything. This isn't every single this, it isn't every single that, it isn't every single thing. These are just situations that have happened over a long, long time that we hope to change, but if that $10 million that Mayor Lightfoot's going is going to a incredible school district, or incredible school that has great teachers, or maybe a a company that can give out great salaries in there that are employing only in areas, because I think you just have to, I think people have to see something to be able to truly believe no matter where you're at. And when if all you see is one thing, one thing, yeah. one thing, you're, you're going to repeat that probably. So I think there should be much more investment and in opportunity, I yeah, think, yeah. in a lot of places. I, I gotta think. Go.
3: Go to some of these grassroots organizations, man, where people are actually making changes. They actually know the issues because the issues in Pittsburgh are completely different than issues in LA, Miami, Atlanta, et cetera. So if you put the money to people who are already boots on the ground and just help them scale whatever they whatever it is that they're doing, that's gonna be much more uh, impactful than you just coming in writing a check and going to something that, you know, may not have any effect at all.
1: Yeah, because there's always going to be people that try to take advantage of any situation, even if it's supposed to be a great situation for everybody. And that's why, like, um, what Robert Mathis is doing with Dan, with the Gridiron gang, Mm -hmm. like, he's got he's got kids that would never have an opportunity to go to these camps that are available. It seems like everywhere else. And they're just in their training and they're getting to talk to guys that have been there, done that as opposed to maybe uh, their older brother or somebody else that is in, in the same street or neighborhood that is doing something completely different. But by the way, still drives and Benzes and still has very nice cars. And that is success getting a chance to see like, Hey, this is what you can do with, let's do this. I just think, I think that's, that'd be dope. If that's what Juneteenth, you know, really spurred like a conversation of how do we really try to bring this whole thing together? And it's not going to happen quick. Okay. And there's always going to be hate. There's always going to be idiots. But I think, I don't know. I think I might be wrong. Hey, might be wrong. but I think we have a chance to continue to get better and better and better. I think we will. I hope we will. So have a great Juneteenth weekend. Wrapping that up, by the way. Hell on a cell Sunday night. Yeah. Let's so let's have a good one, Let's have a good one. I uh but Darius, thank you for speaking on that, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. If uh Connor starts speaking on that, everybody's like, oh, okay, look at the white <laughs> mustache Yeah, <laughs> uh, Listen to that guy. <laughs> that guy can shut up. and Zito starts talking about um, you know, that whole thing, people will be like, Cool, but he's actually from Cuba. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we get Foxy in there, Darius, we I really appreciate that. And I the other day, whenever it was signed in uh i wanted to like talk about it you know and i was like be very there'd be a rather large lack of self-awareness if i decided <laughs> to go at this mm-hmm. thing alone i just i think at this point in life we all kind of understand what's going on uh but let's move along i'm, I'm happy we did that though d but thank you for yeah, that i like it too man. uh let's let's talk about what's going on in our world and to do that let's call some people huh that hey, okay. have some yeah. questions yeah. let's do it hammer down boys how are you feeling back there
4: uh, I, I'm getting a little nervous, to be honest with you, Pat. Oh, uh,
1: Why? Is it because of the cleaning of things, or what is it because of?
4: No, I'm not worried about the loss. I, I just, I'm worried about not winning.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you don't really care about England at all. You're just worried about not winning. Uh, let's correct. go to some phone calls. So we appreciate you guys back there. Let's go to uh, Eli in Michigan. Eli, what's going on, pal? Uh, not much. How are you? Just hanging out, Eli. What do you want to talk about?
4: You're good. I just want to talk about the greatest college football
0: player ever that's now becoming the greatest and will be the greatest tight end ever, Tim Tebow.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's do it, Eli. We like okay. these conversations. What,
0: if after the first, what after the first L they take, he comes out and he goes, I promise to the Jacksonville Jazz line nobody else will play as hard as me or anybody else in this league. They're going to go
1: on the speed of the rest of the year. Eli, yeah. you're 100% right. I mean, he gave that speech one time, and they did go win a national championship, and he does have a statue about him. Yeah. And I think that is potentially...
3: Same coach. Two, right? Yeah, and
1: people forget about that. You know why they signed Tebow? Because Urban Meyer had some of the greatest moments of his life when <laughs> Tim Tebow was being Tim Tebow. Yeah. Is there a chance that there's a relationship involved there? I think so. But I think Fred Taylor yesterday said he's going to be on practice squad. Mm-hmm. Don't no, think about it's gonna take a little bit. But he liked him around. Fred Taylor, I think, really appreciated old Tim Tabo around yeah, he, time.
0: He had glowing things to say about him. Great person. He said his energy, you know, being a leader, like that's infectious. That's why he's there. He didn't really make it seem like he was gonna have a Huge impact. White
1: football. Vic, he said. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said they he were calling him the White Vic in Jacksonville. He said they were calling him the White Vic in Jacksonville. Yeah, when he was oh, coming yeah. out oh, of high yeah. school. He was,
3: yeah, he was a real
1: deal. Was Jacksonville always known for good uh, football, or did it, um, was he the one that kind of birthed Jacksonville into the whole thing? He's,
3: he's the most popular player out of Jacksonville that I know, but he was, I mean, Tony Carter came out of there too. But he was, he was I mean, he was, he was a guy coming out of there. Who normally dominates South Florida? South Florida. Yeah, sure. you, guys, you guys. You got are Day right. County. You got Broward County, Palm Beach. We, we, we pretty much dominate that. Yeah,
1: so I heard Tampa's got some teams around oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, go boat, go boats, go boats. They're saying right down here they got some teams. Uh, what
2: would be the reaction in an NFL locker room if he came out and did the uh, I'm gonna work as hard and practice yeah, we, as hard as anybody?
1: Well, you know, we've seen situations like this before. Eating W's. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've seen them. Heard yeah. the reaction. But he's at least playing.
2: Like if Tebow's on the practice squad, given you know, Speech is about pushing everybody as hard as you can
1: hey okay so this is exactly you remember the kicker for vandy yeah okay
2: giving the speech at halftime yeah
1: i appreciate her going out and doing it. it's not easy to kick this is awesome anytime you're the first person to ever do something in the history it is legendary allegedly she gave a speech at halftime and i would i would applaud her for that that it takes much more courage than i've ever had punter on the team i'm not giving a speech ever okay i understand that tim to if he's on practice squad I think he gives a speech. He's Tim Tebow, okay? Mm-hmm. A little bit of self-awareness there, uh, but I don't know if he gets the boys going or not. I'm not I'm <laughs> so sure if he gets the boys going. That would be tough. That would be tough yeah. he comes in. I mean, there you and guys
0: start- probably just start calling him coach, even while he's yeah. playing. You know, it's like, oh, hey, we know this you, you stay. All a right, polo. All right, coach. You got it, coach. Put him in a polo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Vinatieri, when rookies would come in. The things that would be said. Set- what is that sound? There was a growl in there. Is we that a video? A we have a guest here what hello yeah that did sound like a video of aj like uh i heard a little smirk it sounded like he was breathing and smirking at the same time talking about wow aj AJ hawk aj 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 hawk Hawk. aj hawk Hawk. how many times have you heard that this week how (laughs) is it going down there dude
8: That that is the first time I've heard that, Pat. Sorry, my Raycons won't connect through FaceTime, so I'm just here going through the phone. I hope it's all right for you.
1: Yeah, you're fantastic. You got a great hat on there. What's that uh, What is little Buckeye sun cap you got? Did everybody get this? Is this like a gift bag you got immediately upon arriving at this land cruise you are?
8: Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the the swag bag. And I know when you called in, when I was uh, hosting your show for you, you had one of these guys on. So I figured I'd do it to, uh, to honor you a little bit. Hey,
1: I appreciate that. And by the way, that was the day that Carson Wentz was uh, traded to the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts on that exact day. Do you have any news like that to break? Have you gotten a little loose down there with the Buckeyes and texted Aaron? And do you know any news?
8: I do not know any news. Has anything happened? I've been kind of out of it the oh, last couple of yeah. days. Come on,
1: hey, I want to let you know, literally nothing has happened. Only we were the news for one day. We were the news. We were the children. Uh, Jay Glazer said that he knows Aaron Rodgers still wants out. That became big news, but that came just a couple days after you and James Jones said it was fixable, and both can be true, but the world reacted as if they couldn't be. It's an insane time. How is this thing you're at over there, though? We saw a vit- oh, oh, wow. Yeah. It's worse. Screenshot it. Just we were, just, were we just talking to somebody in Germany the other day?
2: Yeah. yeah. Perfect connection. We
1: were talking to somebody in London. Somehow, AJ in Ohio, and now on a land cruise somewhere no connection welcome back aj great to have you how has this been has it been crazy we saw one video what has it been like down there
8: it's been good man i mean we they've had and this is the 14th year they've done it and so now this year it was supposed to be february got canceled so now they moved it to now now it's it's basically the whole cruise just took over a hotel here and they do the same kind of things it's it's been good man last night alone in the, the auction thing they did they raised 917k already and we still have more nights to uh, uh, all right, here we really
1: go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I mean, you broke up throughout all of that, but your audio <laughs> did get through there. 917 <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Nine hundred seventeen thousand last night, and there's still a few more days. We have one video. We're gonna roll this now. Is this just every room you walk into? Is this what it's like? Well, I'm not 100 sure. We'll run this video. Do we have it? It's a finding it right now. Okay, we got to get it. We have to get this yeah, video. Gotta see. We saw one video. It was a shot of an entire conference hall, basically like a room in a hotel, and it looked like it was ninety to a hundred. Hundred year olds <laughs> in one room, all doing the O H I O.
8: That's what it is. That's what this whole week is, man. It's all that. But there's not, it's not just like, there's all there's a range of people here, man. It's not just old people here.
1: Yeah, uh, so we must have seen the uh, senior senior council hall yeah, or whatever. L- yeah, yeah. With- nine hundred and seventeen thousand last night. What charity is this going to? And are you just at events all day? Is that what you're doing? Is there just auctions and meet and greets and conferences all day?
8: There's different kind of like fun things that they do. Yeah, and they, there's all different ways that they raise money. But yeah, I got some stuff coming up here later. We were in the the pool earlier with my kids, and now they're actually. Right inside trying to to lay down for a little bit. So I'm out here. I'm trying to still have picking up the Wi Fi, but I knew that the, not, the not connection enough. would probably be pretty
1: poor. <laughs> yeah, so you're in between the connection and the cell service. Ah. It's a, you know, it's a bad spot, but we appreciate you calling from this land cruise you're on. You were in the pool this morning. You pee in there? Everybody's just pissing in that pool?
8: No, I did not pee in there, but actually we were my kids were in the hot tub and I was sitting outside watching them. I don't know why. It's eight thousand degrees and they all wanted to sit in the hot tub and I look over and Axel has his pants down, peeing in the bush right next to the hot tub. I don't know how much longer we'll be here. Yes.
1: OH, they're screaming. OH, they're screaming. Um, Okay, do you got to do Q&As? What are these events you have to do? Do you have to sign autographs? Do you do a show? Are you singing? Do you do a no. show? Are you
8: dotting the eye over there? Are you doing the I am not singing, but people have sang. Your, your guy, uh, Jack Muhort, is here, and he gave one of Jack. the greatest, I, I believe it was Kelly Clarkson, uh, karaoke performances three or four years ago on the boat that people still talk about.
1: So what do you guys do? You, all, you guys all just get boozed up and make bad decisions in the name of charity?
8: Uh, I mean, yeah, give or take a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, I think.
1: God, it's great to hear you. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, we have missed you. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was just supposed to show you. Are you aware of the $15,000 bet going on at 3 o'clock today? No, I'm not. What happened? What's going on?
1: Okay, so immediately following the Foxy flick that's debuting in 35 minutes at youtube.com forward slash hammer down, there's a watch along for the England Scotland game, <laughs> Euros. You know how much we cover that, AJ. Hey, you oh, know can't how much to I've been
8: it. dialed into that down here. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. I'm
1: happy that the Ohio State Buckeye Faithful have kept you updated on what's going on in Europe. Nobody would have guessed that about Ohio people, by no. the way. Very, very, very pumped about that. The um the England Scotland first half money line. If England wins, the Hammered Down Boys win like ten, eleven grand or whatever. If they lose, if England loses the first half against Scotland, they have to clean the entire office. Gumpy didn't sleep last night because of this thing. Diggs is starting to get nervous. It's a big time thing around
8: here. Well, so who? Wait, what has? What's the first half money line though? What has to happen?
1: Uh, just whoever wins. Yeah.
8: Oh, who do you guys have?
1: Well, Gumpy, Digs, and everybody has England, obviously, because it's coming coming. Home. Home. It's coming, coming home. Home. It's
8: coming Both home. Coming Is it, isn't Ronaldo going to win it all anyway with Portugal?
1: Yeah, he's the highest scoring uh, human in the history of scoring in this tournament, I think, in Europe or whatever, over yeah. 300 goals oh, or yeah. something like yeah. that. It's unbelievable. He'd never be touched. I don't know how he's still playing. It's probably because he drinks so much water. But, Gumpy, didn't you have a question for AJ on why he was pulling – for scotland
5: no aj knows it's coming home he texted me last night he knew all about this he said it's coming home don't worry pal did he wow. AJ? aj yeah, wow because well,
8: gump knows we're past the first round so there's no more caginess happening between the teams <laughs> we're gonna go all out we're gonna try to win these games by a bunch right good
5: soccer. that's why we're on yeah. first half money line aj we need a goal early let's go we're good not- oh, let's
8: soccer let's go man no caginess no boringness gump let's get them going
1: hey let's get them playing
8: out <laughs> yeah, there let's, go, let's get the guys going Let's flop. Let's make sure we flop, and then we have like 82 extra minutes that nobody knows about. Let's do it. <laughs> it's,
1: awesome. it's coming home. It's coming home. So what do you guys, how many songs do you got to know over there, AJ? Good soccer analysis, by the way. Did you guys have to know, like, obviously you have to know the, uh, what's that called, the uh, alma mater thing. The, uh, the fight, fight song. song. The fight song. You're probably singing that a lot. Obviously the O.H.,
8: that's happening a lot down here. Yeah, and unfortunately, I can't escape you, too, because a lot of people like to ask me about you. And there's players, you know, Boom Heron's here. He asks hey, about love, Boom. Love, hey, York, boom's part, boom, Love part all these guys. And then obviously a lot of the people that are here attending, they love you and they love what the boys do and everything, and they're excited about, about what you've been doing and what you have up to. They, you know, people have a lot of questions about you, Pat. You know that. I'm sure the boys get asked all the time, too.
1: Yeah, well, listen. OH, wait, dude. Okay.
8: Yeah, they, they would they would probably give it back to you.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's because they're a proper
8: representation. No, it's just they don't know you well enough to not give it back. No.
1: Jesus Christ. I just got a text. It's insane.
8: Hey, here it is. Any chance uh, Fort Lauderdale legend Chris Gamble made it out there? Oh, man, I wish. Gamble, you know Gamble. He disappeared. <laughs> like Coach Tressel can't even get a hold of him. He's doing his own thing. I don't know what he's got going on, but Gamble's the man. I wish he was here. He would be awesome.
1: Look at this. <laughs> is this where you are? Where are you in this? Are you this just is. Are you just sitting at tables the entire time while people are chanting OHIO? I, I honestly don't know.
8: This has to be the biggest. I can't exactly see it. It's so bright out here, but there's like, there like an opening ceremonies type night where you announce and run up on stage and throw stuff in the crowd, and then they just kind of welcome everybody and do a bunch of stuff.
1: Who's all there? You guys got Pryor there? Claret?
8: Pryor's not. Zeke's here. My kid's got Zeke's autograph today. We had a little autograph signing, so they're oh, excited. Nice. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of
3: people
1: here. Everybody's got that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Stay back, stay back, you're my oh, Okay, that looks like a blast, AJ. Are you doing drugs?
8: no not we're not smoking dope down here pat we need you for that i guess well
1: i'll tell you what if i was down there they, they would need to bring in at least uh, three four ponds i think to get through you're down there all week it's a week thing huh
8: yeah it's like four yeah four or five days i think pretty much that's what it usually is that yes. is a
1: long time is that
8: greg is... odin there it is Ooh. greg odin is not here right now should he be he probably i mean honestly God, he, he probably should invite that guy he's he's awesome
1: that guy you got beef with Greg Oden, dude? What's your problem with like Greg Oden? No, he's,
8: I see Greg around Columbus. The dude's awesome. He he walks around uh, this place, where I, the, the country club where I take my kids to swim. He plays golf there a lot. And that dude walking around, obviously, he sticks out a bit. In Columbus, Ohio, walking around the golf course, he's nine feet tall.
1: Zito's trying to play charades with me. Uh-oh. Boom. Shohei Otani is what? competing in this year's Home Run Derby. Yeah! Let's go, yeah! Let's go. We gave, away, we gave away tickets to Home Run Derby. We were trying to cook our way into getting our own section, basically, in the outfield of the Home Run Derby. Now the greatest player of all time is going to enter in the Home Run Derby. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah. go. go. Hey. Where, where's go. the All-Star game? It's in Denver, dude. They got they got a lot of dope out there
8: for oh, us. Awesome. So gonna be, drop... and they got that air where they're going to be bombing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think Shohei's going to win? Yes,
1: he's going to win. I'm what not, are we I'm even talking it. about? This is one of those things like Bryce Harper won when it was in D.C. in the hair, and it was a big moment. Shohei's going to win because this is his year. This is his I'm mm-hmm. the greatest baseball player of all time time. He's going to hit dong shots yeah. out there. And we're going to catch him. What was that Z? So apparently he dropped a highlight film for this, like a big hype video. I don't think this we'll is it, my
8: guy. Let's go. This is the guy. Yeah, guy. You know, if, if he made a highlight film, you know he's winning for sure in your mind.
1: What, what, aren't you supposed to be on some stupid propaganda celebration right now what, what are you even why are you negative right now well why? we
8: i'm not negative i'm just saying we know how you are swayed by by good editing and any kind of workout vid slash like highlight reel that that app, that's all you need for you I'm, and you're no. all
1: in I, I do this with the editing i can see it. i can spot it out that's a fake <laughs> that's a fake i can do that don't you worry about that but if it is legit and they're doing something that is freakish i'm all in and guess what shohei otani does freakish stuff. Hell I'm yeah. all in. I can't wait to be at the Home Run Derby. I can't wait to be there.
8: I can't wait. Are you really going to go?
1: Well, I, I say it now, you know, probably not, but maybe. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hope it happens. It's on a Monday, I it believe. On We've, Monday. There. We've looked into it. We have looked into this for real. Uh, going to try to make it happen. I believe it's the first week of potential live events as well for mm. WWE, if we can make that happen mm. as well. What were you going to say, though, Ty? I saw something negative coming out of your mouth, I think. No, uh, I just
0: yeah. remembered where we were thinking about sitting, and then I remembered Tony's left-handed, Bloody. so you know he's gonna oh. be having to hit some oppo bombs for us really I did, it's
1: possible i did see you get a little negative over yeah, there maybe the this and your thought was like oh no we got to change section yeah. yeah. we, we got to change section over here um aj what do you have uh what do you have next uh, aside from the kid's nap anything cool or is it time uh, for us to get to a break i'm about to piss my pants
8: Oh, you can do whatever you want, man. It's your show. But, yeah, we have I <clears throat> have some stuff coming up later this afternoon and tonight. We have a Survivor game, it's called. I don't know exactly what we're doing. I don't know if it's like the TV show, but we're some game where we all are on teams tonight. You know, General Bob's here. Schlag's is here. Schlage pumped the crowd up last night, did these. Quick cows that they used to do at Ohio State and everyone gets going. You know, legs, that's his job, but like he's he is the man at getting people juiced and getting them ready to go. What are you doing? The
1: quick uh the quick jump uh jump it in. oh H-I-O. let's go. Is that what you guys uh oh H, ah Oh, oh eight go front to back four times everyone clap again one big O H I O. Is that what you guys do? Like after the warm up stretch session?
8: No, they did something. They started it when I left with a different strength coach came in. They do this whole they call it quick cows. I don't know if Urban's gonna take it to Jacksonville with them or not, but they did it here and people seem to love it. Why
1: are you turn that um, on? Who? No, no, yeah, I'm trying to find out what the quick cow is though. You're oh. you were kind of stepping on it there. It was actually like I was actually trying to find out what it was because this is Probably what you guys do in practice, right after the stretch, before the stretch, before practice. What is it? You and I like that you I said. Y'all yeah, like you said. I didn't do this, by the way. I like that you. There's no way they were going to get me to do this. <laughs> uh, uh, entire teams are forced to do this stuff, by the way. I, I mean, we've all seen the video. No, it's
8: cool. I'm, I'm okay with it. I like it. I just they didn't. The strength coach when I was there, we didn't do it. They they brought it on after me, so I don't really even know how to do it. But Schleges was a time, so he takes everybody through it.
1: What is it though? What did Schleges look like while doing it's, it?
8: oh yeah you know he bends over and he blows the whistle and you just got to know these movements where you're like up down up down clap 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 all this stuff you got to memorize it and when everyone does it together it's an impressive thing to watch
1: so you guys are trying to do the ohio haka?
8: sure yeah that's exactly what it is I think.
1: yeah i can re- i can respect that I-, I really can good luck down there we appreciate you calling in do you feel like you're i watch a lot of documentaries on cults do you think you're at like a cult convention right now do you feel like you're potentially a part of it
8: yeah, it is. It, it it's a but a good cult if that thing exists. But you know how a cult goes. There's usually one leader that gets to sleep with all the people. So we don't have <laughs> that here at least. Uh and as long as we don't have that, I think it's gonna be a good cult. Okay, it's yeah, good, good news. Cult. Oh it's it's yeah religion. Yeah, there's definitely people who would love to give it back to you down here. The, yeah, okay. But brand.
1: not not to everybody though. They don't like give it back uh-huh. to everybody though. Well, this... The
0: branch Davidians also thought they had a pretty sweet gig, AJ, so yeah. you know. They did until
8: David Crest started banging all of
2: them. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Sounds like AJ crash is coming. Out to play Is that what you're there? doing? Is that why
1: you're leading the chance down there and everything like that? You trying to become Koresh of the Buckeye?
2: I
8: mean, he he did have a lot of power, didn't he? I
1: I think within one little trailer park. Yeah, he could shred Max. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, he could play
2: like his goddamn guitar. And he was good at running too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could run
2: really well. Mm-hmm.
1: Guy was a great writer. Never saw it though. Burned up in flames. Yeah. Rest in peace to everybody out there. Hopefully nothing like that happens here, obviously, at your cult. But I'm happy it's a good cult. Ladies and gentlemen. Good cult. Calling from the Ohio State Buckeye cult charity event <laughs> that they have every single year. 917,000 raised last night, I think, for cancer research, I believe. I, if I looked up the right thing or not. And more money on the way. A.J. Hawk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Hey, baby, AJ. All
0: right, that's the show. We appreciate everyone who watches, listens, follows along, tweets at us, you name it. You guys are the best. Go check out Foxy's newest vlog, uh, Mr. Friday Night, on the YouTube. He's always giving away money or prizes, all that kind of stuff. Hashtag into of pod squad send us a picture of where you guys listen to the show we'll continue to be sending money to random people all summer happy father's day to all the dads out there and everyone who is celebrating father's day this weekend thanks for listening we'll see you monday cheers